wondered who knocked. I thought it the sound finally come to reclaim that planet. But now I see it ends as it should with wolves. <clears throat> Am I not as you expected? Let's just cut his head off. Not yet. What are we waiting for? This piece of shit needs to meet the words. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, precisely what I expected. The destroyer of a civilization too often resembles its founders. <laughs> I must apologize, Daryl, for not seeing you sooner when you were just a boy who broke his institute. Had I opened my eyes and noticed you, what a world we'd still have. But I see it now. Yes. And you are immense. What happened to you? How long have you been like this? <laughs> I see you kept our scar and our eyes. Then what of the red remains? Enough. Uh, I suppose that is what every man must tell himself in war. That there'll be an end. And when it is done, enough of himself will remain. Enough to be a father, <clears throat> a brother, a lover. But we know it isn't true. Don't we, Daryl? War eats the victor last. It's a price I'm willing to pay to be done with you. <laughs> that is part of your red genetic character. Your yearning, your need to sacrifice. Brave pioneer. Toil, dig, die for the good of humanity. To make Mars green. We designed you to be the perfect slave, and that's what you are, Daryl. <clears throat> a slave with many masters. Change your eyes, take our scar, break our reign. It won't change what you are at your core. A slave. Bone once said you were his greatest friend. That you were once a man to be admired. Before Rhea. Before you crowned yourself with ash. Uh, Rhea was a rational transaction. 60 million lives to keep order for 18 billion. What do you think Lorne would have done if he saw what you were? Do you really think he would have spared you? <coughs> no. I think he would have cut my heart out. <laughs> ah, I see the Ash Lord has become most literal indeed. Did the bite hurt? <laughs> so it was you. Atalantia did not believe me. Even from the deep I have teeth. I serve nobly without deceit or graph. But you betrayed me to steal from me. You turned my blood against me. That, my good man was a dire mistake. You knew he was like this and you didn't tell me? Well, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that warden did not just buy me tomatoes and whores. Oh, you're dead, shithead. <laughs> I did not know it worked, but I am delighted by the results. <laughs> Is revenge worth selling the death meal of your race, spoiled cat? My <laughs> race? No, no, my lord. I'm a race unto myself. How long ago? How long ago did you do this? Three years. Are we not allies any longer? <laughs> yes. Do you feel the dread yet, slave? Knowing you came all this way, fractured your republic, your family? Made it back with this devil to kill a sick old man at the end of his days? Who was it? <clears throat> Who else? My only daughter you have left me. Atalantia. <laughs> My last fury. You destroyed her home. You murdered her sisters. Now you have come to take her father. <clears throat> She was a frivolous girl. She would have lived in peace, Daryl. But you've brought her nothing but war. All of this for nothing! We killed Wolfgar for nothing! We came all this way, Daryl! Where is Atalantia now? Ah, far from here. The peace talks were her idea. She expected you to dissolve the Senate, 
take the reins. But you left. You should have gone to your fleet, Darrow. Impossible. They would have been detected. Ten years ago, you came upon Luna from the fog of war. She will fall upon your fleet over Mercury. It is at half strength because of your tantrum in the Senate. It will burn. And your fabled army on the surface will burn. Orion and Virginia have to know that Atlantia is coming. We have to go. Do you think I would tell you this if you could hope to influence it? <laughs> Darrow, we have to let them know. You came all the way here. Across the great ink, thinking you could kill me and return home to your family. But now there's nothing to return to. No republic. No family. No family. Say that again. You left your children behind, didn't you? What the hell are you talking about? You were like me in the end. I spent my children for my war. And now so have you. Your daughter. Your son. They have been taken. You lied! You're lying! Was it you? If only <sighs> it was one of yours. Who? Lorne was right. The bill comes at the end. Who took my son? Who? <laughs> you? <sighs> we need him alive. We need to know more. Poison. Who stole my child? Tell me! He won't talk. Doesn't mean he gets to go easy. I agree with the half-breed. Apollonius? Burn the bastard. Reaper? Burn him. No! Oh, stop! <laughs> ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. to believe now when everything is dark and broken but you will survive this audio pain listener pain is a memory you will listen and you will struggle and you will find joy and you will remember this episode from this breath to your dying days because dungeons and dweebs does not fade dungeons and dweebs is the stars and its light carries on long after death. Did I sound like Darrow there? Are you inspired? 
I thought you were going for a Braveheart King. <laughs> I'm slightly inspired. <laughs> and if and if I was here, I'd consume the rest of the podcast with firebolts from my ass. <laughs> but I'm not alone. Across the table from me, once our listeners called him the Morning Knight, protector of the podcast, slayer of pretension. Then he made his friends. My men of the round table read a darker shade of magic. <laughs> and he let its narrative tear down the very podcast that he swore to protect. He let YA authors destroy our validity and brought chaos to the podcast. I can never forgive him for that. But neither can I repay the debt I owe him. He kept me from the pain of playing and recording Stardew Valley. <laughs> It's Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> both both lines from the book, slightly doctored, sorry. Slightly. Uh, slightly halted. Ah, what's up, you rustas? <laughs> um, you know, it's been a while and I don't remember how to do this. Um, the sp- Hawaii took a toll, huh? Yeah, uh, the spring... The spring uh, has been a bit, a bit weird for us. Oh, for sure. As far as recordings going. Yeah, right. I mean, the spring ba- break, we're kind of recording in the spring break, and we're just, yeah, I mean, whatever. Whatever. It is whatever. what it is. It's whatever. Man. Hey, it's man. free. It's, yeah. <laughs> we, how long <laughs> will we hide behind this tawdry? <laughs> it's free stuff. Until we get sick of paying the bills. I, guess. I don't know. Forever. Anyway, to my left, he still is holding down the chair of ignorance. <laughs> what the? Why are you so mean? He hasn't. He hasn't read the book. True. Very true. Oh my goodness. Uh, he's still holding down chair number three. He won't give it back. To club. It's Paul. <laughs> hey kids. Uncle Paul here. Stop. No, I'm Uncle Paul. Uh, well, winter part three has arrived, and I woke up to saw a nice. <laughs> cover of white snow upon the ground in my car. And while I look out and see that, I cry a little. Yet there is hope. There is hope that soon the sun will return. Trees will start to blossom. And I, please, please, I, I need to see the light. I, I'm, I'm sick of the clouds. Just come on. I need, I need some light. Please. <laughs> Ten more days. But across from me sits a man who can research and analyze Everything that might happen in Game Game of Thrones, and soon he will sit upon that Iron Throne. Neil, how's it going? Books gather, and now my read begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall skip no books, hold many comics, pirate no books. I shall be fair and just in my reviews. I shall pass on recommends to my friends. I am the reader when I am able. I am the eyes pouring over the page. I am the reviewer on the cast. I pledge my reads in honor to Dungeons and Dweebs for this book and many more to come. Mm. You guys are the reason people call us pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> I took the Night's Watch oath from Game of Thrones and modified it to us, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I am really glad. <laughs> you, can, you can start swearing again when you start editing. <laughs> Isn't he editing this one? Yes. I'm pointing him <laughs> out right now. <laughs> Good. At least it'll be in the intro where we know it's easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks, it's, it's, I would like to add one thing in here before I finish my intro. Sorry. 
A darker shade of magic is not young adult, Bob. It's what? Not. We are gonna fight this one out. <laughs> like next week, I'm grab gonna... your razor, sir. <laughs> Meet me in the bleeding place. Yeah. Meet you in the pit. <laughs> it is uh, the definition of YA novel. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do have to agree with Bob. <laughs> nope, fighting it again. Okay, I stopped reading it. I don't care. <laughs> Why do we keep coming back to this one, Bob? I don't know. I, I was at a loss for an intro. Okay. <laughs> oh. I was grasping at straws. And second of all, you made me read Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. I thought that was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, folks, we are actually very excited to be back at this yeah. Speaking table. of, way to alienate all our pretentious Philip K. Dick fans. <laughs> I like Philip K. Dick. I just don't like that one book. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back, folks. It's been a long time, and I'm really excited. And I would really love to hear what you guys have been doing the past couple months. Yeah, that sounds good. But before we do that, uh, man, it has been a long day. It's cold outside, but I have been talking all day. I need to lubricate my throat. What the whistle? What? I shall go get us some mead. And I'll pay. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Even better. Hey. We don't serve there. Do you have any blue milk? Oh, what am I supposed to find in it? Oh, my goodness. It's bigger on the inside. I want to go to Taki Station and get some power converters. Okay, okay, it's not a detonator, it's just a jammy dodger. What would it be, boys? Tavern talk. All right, well, here we are in the tavern. We're sat down around the fire, warming our feet. We're just popping some Zolodones so we can suppress a lot of what's said here tonight. Um, I got a Warp Zone Pilsner in my hand. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> but this is Tavern Talk. This is the portion of the show where we uh, go around. It takes us about, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes. So if you want to get on to the review, you know, you can kind of peruse 25, 30 minutes into the future there. Uh, but this is the time we go around and say uh, what kind of nerdy things are going on in our lives. Um, talk about other books, other videos, movies, whatever. So, Luke, what's been going on in your nerd month well i spent cumulatively 15 hours on a plane (laughs) (laughs) um just on the way back because i was in the middle seat i'm a big guy and i was very sunburnt yes you were i'm sorry (laughs) i really wish you could share out the picture to the facebook of you in hawaii where you just got the hood on and the hat (laughs) (laughs) i did yeah i got sunburnt like day two so i was walking i have this very like lightweight hoodie so i just like had the hood up and like a ball cap on over he looked like the unabomber like (laughs) he was ted kaczynski yes i was uh, i was coined luca bomber the entire time i was there ted kaczynski's hawaiian vacation at any rate i was lucky enough to fly on an airline i'm not gonna give him a plug because the only good thing about it was that there were a bunch of free movies i could watch (laughs) um so i'm just gonna quickly rapid fire rock through these rock through the Uh, movies first one venom Mm. Um, I had fun, but that plot was kind of garbage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. More popcorn um, movie. You don't yeah, want to think. No, it, well, you, you better not because it's going to fall apart real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Holy crap. What a movie. And like the crappy thing about it was I was watching like this like 10 inch LCD mm. monitor. Right, so right. It wasn't very big. <laughs> I, I want to buy a Blu-ray, watch it on a big TV. Yeah. I, that it was beautiful. The story was good. It is really good. I, I, I like that movie. And they, who is that? Is Nick Cage voices one of the guys in that movie? Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like matches just to burn them down to my fingers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. 
Okay, Stop. Nick. <laughs> Stop you. Um, they're a good way to deodorize the toilet before somebody else comes in. You burn a match. That's it, true. And actually, it Dude, doesn't actually fair. deodorize anything. It just kind of covers it up with yeah. salt. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> also uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Watch through that. Um, I'm a big mm. fan of Rami Malek and a big fan of Queen. Oh, yeah. Um, the movie was really good. Uh but you know it's it's nerdy in a different sense, I suppose. Right. Oh yeah, I was rock nerd, which I, is cool. I also <laughs> I also started watching Mortal Engines. Oh, and then you stopped? Oh, I, I started implies he ended yeah. at some point. True. Whether he made it to the end. True. I, I, haven't, I have not been constantly watching it since. So it wasn't holding oh. your attention. Oh well, no, the plane landed. Um, oh, okay. But oh. also, I don't I don't know what that movie could have done to have saved it where it left off. Oh really? It's, oh. it's like I don't. It's so weird. Like, I mean, I, I did like the visuals. Right. The overall aesthetic of the world was really cool. Um, but yeah, the the plot was kind of weak. Right. Again, mm-hmm. I, the plot was the plot was weak, and I think it was really relying heavily on just like the visuals, cool probably. machines yeah. fighting each yeah, other right. on ground, moving. I, it was down. less the 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 machines were less cool and more just ridiculous. Was it just steampunky ish? Very. Okay. Very, and I think that's why I liked it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Reminded me a lot of uh, playing Bioshock. Oh, for sure. Whenever I think of steampunk, I think Final Fantasy. That that's a major one for me. There's Final Fantasy Seven for sure. Yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a few of them that really that yeah. sticks out. Yeah. Um, also, uh, this last Monday went and saw Endgame. I mean, Neil went on a mandate. Oh, yeah, it was a mandate. Um, that was a good and mandate. his girlfriend was the third wheel again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, she's definitely the third wheel um, when Luke and I go to movies. Yes. <laughs> uh, spoiler free. I'm gonna give it thumbs ups. I really would like to purchase it and enjoy it again in my own home. Um, Where you can pause and... Yeah, (laughs) we went right after work. I've been drinking coffee all day. I had to leave the theater a couple times to use the restroom. (laughs) Gosh, (laughs) I intentionally didn't drink anything beforehand, so I wouldn't have to go. (laughs) That's why you bring a bottle. You just go And I didn't have to go. (laughs) And I went... um, yeah, definitely. And our, our theater wasn't very packed, but, the, hear, but there were moments where like the entire theater was sniffling. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, it, it wow. really. And, mm. and I, I kept it together, and I, I was telling Neil it was only because Marvel has kind of cheapened deaths for me. Right. It's, yeah, they, they don't. I, so. I like when somebody would die in the film. Like I'm not buying it. Yeah, I'm not buying even like one of the last ones in the movie. Like I'm not buying it. Like yeah. until like they're even like having a funeral. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Luke, that, that's called denial. You're gonna go through actual, a couple different actual, stages here. Actually, uh, probably denial. In a, in sense, actually, yeah. probably. Um, yeah, but de- uh, starts out on a like holy crap, they're doing this uh, sort of note. Um, and I don't know. We I'd like to talk about it at some point, but maybe there's a different. We will different have to. Thing. Yeah, we, can't maybe on the next show. No, no yeah. we are we are way too close. Too to, close to release. Oh, yeah, and the fact sure. that two people at this table haven't seen yes. it. This, this is correct. Well, I have bad. Like I will say one thing. I enjoyed. It's not a spoiler to say I enjoyed Hawkeye's parts because he's in the trailer. Yeah, so right, you know he right. exists. I really enjoyed his character arc during this. Very, very good. Yes. His head probably one of my favorite arcs. Very cool. good. Was in there. Question for you, Luke. Yes. When you were on the airplane and like an announcement went on with your headphones, did the announcement blow your ears out? No. Oh. No, but it, it did pause the movie. Yeah, it paused and, the yeah. movie, but yeah. then did it. Okay. And uh, the, the pilot on the way back had a super bad habit of starting an announcement, 
letting go, and then like the movie would start again, and then he would like come back and like finish the announcements. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it all in one shot. You're driving me crazy. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's that's been about it. Cool, for me. cool. Paul, what you been up to, boy? Oh, when it comes to nerdy stuff, it's been a lot of reading for me. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Who Wait, reads? what are we doing on this? Who reads? Yeah. <laughs> Who actually reads stuff? I mean, I haven't read this book that we're that you are on for, but <laughs> yet, again. Uh, yet again, you had time. I had, yeah, but um, I just chose not to because I would have had to read all three beforehand as yeah. well, and then this one I just said, nah. Right, just so listeners know, uh, Uncle Club couldn't make this one. Doesn't didn't read the book and wasn't caring to. <laughs> so his review is not a recommend. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, I'll, I'll fill it. Boring, not don't a read it. Uh, uh, so we, but we're filling in the fourth chair yeah. yet again with Paul. Uh, so <laughs> what I read was Dune, which actually, small plug, hey, come back next month. We're doing Dune. We're doing Dune. We're uh, blowing Dune we're out. actually this month. Dune, May, right? We're doing May? Yeah. Frank, uh, Frank Herbert's Dune. Frank Herbert's Dune. Actually, let's, let's just speak to that for a second. This was going to be a really big show. We've got actually more people than we normally do on it. Some uh, new voices that you haven't heard. Danny, one of our friends, is coming in uh, to help us with this one. A huge Dune fan. Um, so we're going to try to do a lot of stuff with Dune. Um, yeah. Not quite sure because to try to coordinate five people's schedules is really tough. Um, but we're going to try to get it off as soon as we can. Um, and and maybe even do a little extra stuff, some movie watching. I know we've yeah. said that in the past, but for real, I think we're going to try to yeah. do this time. And it, it might not be everybody for the different parts and things like that. But we'll, yeah. we'll be getting some extra stuff, I think, out I there. Because so. I know I read the book. I read through it since I'm not on the podcast. I'm going to say I enjoyed it. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I will say that is my vote, is that I enjoyed it. it I went and got the sequels because I had never read the sequels. So... I right. mean, it's one of those There's where... sequels? To Dune? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Tons of them. <laughs> I, know, like, I, know, I, got, I know nothing about Kevin Dune. Kevin J. Anderson, who is the guy we're going to read come close to Christmas, who's doing some Star Wars stuff, ended up picking up the mantle and going for like six oh, or seven books. There's Kevin J. Anderson stuff. I only got uh, like the three... The next three. Yeah, afterwards. after Frank died, like they kept cranking stuff out. But yeah, so that, that's been mine. It's its own thing. That's been my nerdy thing. Periodically, I'll pick up a video game every once in a while. NHL uh, 19. That's, Get I, out. I, I've been enjoying that one. Yeah. By the way, Shell. UMD, national champions. Okay, that is, that is actually hey, uh, that is Hockey actually. and nerds go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, I, really I, love, I love me uh, the <laughs> sport. U, UMD Bulldogs, and they just won the national yeah. championship again. Uh, this time they actually like were ranked before they went in, so that's nice. <laughs> what are you talking about? I know you know absolutely <laughs> nothing about hockey. Sports puck. You went to UMD. <laughs> I'm just joking. Come on, you at least went there. You at least. I'm probably... speaking for the everyman who listens to this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a little hometown pride. Yeah, let's let's be honest though. When it comes to most sports, hockey is not the most popular. Maybe you're maybe nationwide. Before, yeah, nationwide. Uh, up here, up where we're at, hockey almost is every huge. nerd podcast I listen to, they all talk about hockey on the backside. There's a connection that's, between that's hockey and nerds. That's because it's an enjoyable thing. Plus, it's like you get to watch some sports and you watch people beat the crap out of each other yeah, yeah. every once in a while. So it's really good. Yeah, all right, fair. Neil. What about you, man? What have you been up to? Well, I'm gonna go over only a couple things here because I got some surprise moments here for the podcast. I, please surprise don't pull that moments. Out. You please will find out eventually. It's okay. So, first thing I just those want are, to talk those about... Those are tearaway pants he's wearing. They are tearaway <laughs> pants. Actually, we surprise. got some... Surprise! <laughs> Duh. Hey, surprise! <laughs> we got I'm not wearing underwear either. Wait, what? Sorry. Who hit anyway. the button on his razor? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> this is what happens when it's been too long since we've recorded that. Uh, yeah, it's very so, true. So, the one thing I want to go back on here is from Friday Finds. 
Specifically, when I started talking about... How dare you pop your top in the middle of my speaking? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Just keeping rough. you in your place, youngster. Apparently. <laughs> is that I put on the novella from Terry Goodkind's continuation of his Sword of Truth series. Oh, yes. And our buddy Justin from Facebook... Oh, I was waiting for Klopp here to say, hey, Justin, but he's oh, not sorry. here. Oh, sorry. Hey, Justin. Thank no, you. that's not what happens with when Justin. I was going to say, I don't think it's Justin. <laughs> if it was uh, just, Justine, maybe. Hey, Justine. You know, <laughs> there you still would have done it just for the sake of it. <laughs> but he started talking about how he really loved the first book of the series, Wizards First Rule. And the first book is great. Justin, I agree with and you then 100%. He said the following line that really, I'd like to bring up some discussion for the table. That'd thinking awesome. about longer series. Were you but, triggered? No, no, no. <laughs> But the series kind of got too repetitive for me somewhere around book three. Don't know if it ever picked back up. And this is one of those things with those longer series, you do start to feel the same beats. I agree. And yep. I agree with him. I did feel that quite a bit, especially when it got to around books five, six, seven, eight, around there. It's like, okay, you've knocked him down again. He's back up again. And you knocked him down again. And no. he's back up again. I'll now you're going to switch down. characters. I'll get up again. You and they're going to go through the same thing again, but it's a different person. And it's just that repetitiveness of that series. Yeah. Again, overall, I really do enjoy the series. Probably my favorite of all time. But that repetitive, repetitiveness is there. Mm-hmm. No, and I, other people I brought in agree. Wheel of Time as well. And, I was gonna, that and that's a, where I was going to go to you, Paul, because I know that's one of your favorite series as well. And that's Ben from Facebook who brought up the Wheel yeah. of Time. You, oh, well. I, I love the Wheel of Time series, but you are 100% correct. It, it does reach the point where it just kind of turns into a cycle I mean, right. you'll, like, you'll what get, else can you do with these characters? Yeah, yes. you'll you'll get to the point where like you'll something will have happened to a character that has already happened to another one. But I guess the nerd in me enjoys seeing how that one character handles right. that well, situation. Um, Wizards first. What was the second one? Wizards first rules the one series, and yeah. then Wheel of Time was the second series. That what was, what was the yeah. book that you were talking about? In the- I was so the book I was talking about. Um, Terry Goodkind. He has yeah. now come out with a new strategy. In my mind, it's a different strategy and probably going to make him a lot of money yeah. in the sense that now that the series is done he's re- releasing novellas every three months okay so right. he's continuing the story throughout the next couple of years so okay. it's not a quick one book read fixed done now it's more spaced out but right. you know the price and da, 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 da. but Not this is like money. book 12 13 14 15 probably like 18 19 in the series and this is not wow. the Shannara stuff no, no that that's a different thing okay. that's Terry Brooks Terry, Terry Brooks, Brooks. Yeah. yeah and that that threw me for a loop at one point uh, <laughs> there there's some good stuff there actually I would say Terry Brooks might have done it better in some instances I do think that the, it, well, with the Shannara stuff because I know I loosely know the plot of that and it is a very cyclical plot yeah it, it is but they did do a lot of uh, with him there was a lot of intergenerational stuff or mm-hmm. you know like where you jump generations to yep. new things that would have, which is I, I think is kind of what you have to do. The problem is, like, with all of these kind of massive timelines and yep. arcs, is I think it's antithetical to how life works. The reason it doesn't work is because a lot of times you go through life and might only have one momentous, novel-worthy yep. thing. Yeah. So how do you take a character and continuously put them in danger and trouble and peril and make it feel real? Um, so what you usually have to do is then you need to jump a timeline and go to a new generation. The problem with that is you're going to lose people with that, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like Star Wars, Star Wars I read through all of yeah. those, right? Uh, tons of stuff. I mean, but Luke and Leia and all those, again, all repetitive. They So they re-jump the, the timeline, right? They have to bring in new characters, but people don't like that. 
You know, it's hard. I do feel a lot of times a storyline is a one trick pony. Even what we're doing right now, the rise of Daryl was awesome. So now how does it work out when you're trying to play in that universe? And like how many novels should Pierce Brown crank out Mm. in this same universe before it starts to get stale? Like like the, an author or writer or creator's ability to hang it up. Yeah. Eventually, like, I think that... That is a strength that very few mm-hmm. people have. Yeah, yeah because no because marketing yeah. marketing yeah. wise, uh, publishers I think are very reluctant to say, yeah. okay, you have everybody who's in love with Darrow in his universe. You got to keep cranking out Darrow, and he's like, well, no, I want to do a new thing about yeah. like, can I try something? Yeah. yeah. Now here's a question. Nobody wants to. Here's a question that could get me some wrath. Lord of the Rings. Did yeah. they only make the Hobbit and then three books? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Well, that's the argument. I would argue that them. that's all there should be. Well, no, I I'm, I agree. They, I'm saying, did they go? Did they do yes, this? Did they just end it, or did they continue pumping stuff out? No, they've never yeah. continued to pump stuff out. But uh, because I do think that series has been held as so sacred okay. that basically they mined all of Tolkien's backlogs. And again, there's people who are just Tolkien. There's Tolkien scholars out there. So I'm yeah. talking out of my butt to compare to other people. But um, I believe after his death, uh, I don't remember if the Silmarillion was cranked out his, while he was still alive. No, his son put that together. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. and his so son has been that. doing that since, like compiling. Okay. His notes, because he did a huge backstory to everything. Yeah. Even the Silmarillion is really he, difficult to read, unless you are super into the universe and want to read like a history book mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Then you read the Silmarillion. Um, yeah. I, that. I just didn't know. I was. It was one of yeah. those. That was a series that I kind of classify as sacred. You know, there's. Yeah. There's those three books. Yep. There's the Hobbit, and I really didn't want them to. Yeah. Tear it apart by going well. Let's. Talk you actually about bring Lord up an interesting rings. point: is that the family must have total control of the storyline because they have not milked that for any kind of money and pushed it. Because you could be well, cranking out continuing well, adventures. Three Hobbit movies, kind three of three Hobbit movies. Okay, yeah. that's a different yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was. And there's that a billion was, dollar yeah. Amazon series coming. Out. What is there really? Out. But they, they were smart in what they did. It's taking place in a gap where the books don't cover. Okay. okay. There's, there's some stuff before. I, why have I not stuff. heard about this? Either. There's a Lord it's, of the Rings series? There's going coming to be Netflix? Coming out. It's, no, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. It's coming oh, out. There hasn't been oh like any advertising for it yet. Really? Yeah. When's the release date? Anybody knows? That have a Who computer knows? in front of them? Have the internet. Mr. Neal is... I was going to say, how have I not heard of this? Your internet is what's causing this right now. That's unbelievable. So, deal with it. Uh, whoa, five seasons? Whoa. That's what they're just that planning? Plan right for five seasons. They're, Amazon is committed to five for their deal. Apparently it's going to release. I don't think they've started filming, so who knows? So who knows? By the way, no. Critical Role, good job on getting like a full season of that. Uh, who's who's doing it? Oh, Peter yeah. Jackson, they're, uh, who's uh, in there? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, off topic. Know, we'll look for it. We'll look for it. We'll talk about it later. So my second else. thing. Yeah. So one of the things I also talked about on Friday Finds was our shared joy of magic. Ooh, Magic yes. Gathering. MTG. So, not to try to date the podcast, but tomorrow the new set comes out. Uh huh. So Bob, I got a question for you. Yes. If you could, would you play with a set before it was even out? Yes. So Bob, <laughs> what? What we are doing? <gasps> Audience, I just pulled out packs of cards and I'm putting them in front of Bob. Like an ex-drug addict, I'm starting so to So now, <laughs> what, 
By the way, Bob, you're the only one who doesn't know about this. Magic yeah. War of the Spark. What War we are? How did you get them before release date? <laughs> <laughs> Pull them out of your pocket, Paul. What? Where'd you get these? Hang on, let me. Yeah, let, let me speak. He'll, he'll explain it. So yeah, anyway, he'll, he'll talk. Last week was the pre-release where you're able to buy things ahead of time. Yeah. So I bought a box for oh. all of us to share, and Klob has his own. Do you want to on shout out that uh, game store? For uh, up? Collector's Connection in Duluth. Hey, yeah, thanks, guys. Collectors, they're more noises. So, anyways, <laughs> but anyway, what we're gonna do one of these upcoming weekends? Yeah. The five of us are gonna play a little game using only these cards from the packs we have in front oh, of us. This is awesome. And we, and we will talk about it later, like a quick I, little thing to the episode, just for we're fun. We're gonna try to record you know? this, and this is gonna be the most difficult editing thing I've ever tackled oh, in my oh, life. Oh, I love this! Ooh. Great idea. We're gonna yes. record this evening. Yes, Ooh. video. Video. Ooh. Oh wow, Ooh, that's video. Good. Okay, I like this. So um, that's part of our new surprise that we're gonna have. Oh, this is awesome! So I think yeah, the three of you, since thing. you have them in front of you, should try to open one. Just I'm gonna to open one, yeah, just um, for the moment. The weird on. crinkling sound you hear is packs of cards hold opening. On. Sorry, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had my fix in so oh, long. I'm gonna sad. smell it. Ooh, it's the smell of uh, what is it? Germany, uh, Holland. Where Probably are these cardboard. Those clean cardboard <laughs> oh, smell. I have not boy. smelled this for a very long time. <laughs> it's been so long you oh. can't open it. Oh, oh boy, baby. Oh, it smells different. So one of the things about this new set is they have. Every, magic, pack has every pack a has a planeswalker. Oh, That's something yeah. brand new. So one of the rules that we have for when we play is everyone has to have a planeswalker in their deck. Oh, yeah. So they're all looking through these different cards. Luke Ooh. went right to the back, and I'm, I'm going to kill him because I just saw which planeswalker he had in the oh first pack he God, opened. Oh, my God, you guys. what you get? I got Liliana the Death Horde general. What? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Oh, my God. <laughs> And Bob, meanwhile, he he ended up with God, God Eternal Okatra. Not his planeswalker, but his planeswalker. Ooh, she's was. got double strike, or it's a zombie god, double strike. Whenever you cast a creature spell, create a 4-4 black zombie warrior creature token with vigilance. Uh, how, how, did, how did I open the pack with that on the podcast? I'm really, I don't know. I'm really ticked. Uh, Looking mine, at the ones I opened, I'm not too happy right now. Mine <laughs> is the uh, Teo the Shield Mage. Uh, that's and my planeswalker. Who's your planeswalker in there, Bob, since you didn't find yours? He's at the back. I can see it. Oh, oh. there you go. Yep. Oh, my legendary planeswalker. Ooh. Angrath, Captain of Chaos. Every Creatures I control have menace. Mm. Mm. So anyway, folks, this is what we're going to be trying to do. Mm. The five of us, Klob included, making yes. decks, keeping a Planeswalker in them, and playing against each other, and having just a good time like oh, we used to do like when we used to do. Yeah. a bunch of how, us first started working. How many Planeswalkers are we allowed to have in? Just and one? You have to have minimum one. You okay. can have as many as you want. Oh, this is gonna yeah, be great. Yeah, because we only have so many cards to work with, you gotta balance like the colors. So. Yeah, I suppose there's. Yeah, we only have, have some color so balance. My, my going deck's on. gonna be black. This uh, is gonna be. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine why. Why would you do that? A lot of fun. This is great. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, so, Bob, what about your nerd couple <laughs> month and a half now? <laughs> now that we're going back, back to on the track, finish here, back on track it has been a, uh, a, a a long time. Okay, uh, I'm gonna first go into probably the most obscure nerd stuff. I have. Touched on this before, but I know Justin is, I think, with me on this one. I'm a, I'm kind of a big fan of the Ninja Turtles in some ways because it's a thing from my childhood. Uh, IDW, I've talked about, uh, comics wise, has been cranking out some awesome hardcovers. So I've been going through them and listening to. Uh, so I'm gonna give a shout out if you're into the turtles. Listen to a podcast called Turtle Soup. 
which is out there. They have been going through and like reviewing every single comic. That's every a, like, you, I, I, I remember like watching the cartoon as a kid of the Ninja Turtles. I was always like such a threat. Like, I'm gonna turn you into turtle soup. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, I am almost 30 years old. I've never had turtle soup. Uh, no, <laughs> never. Like, I have. And, and growing up as a kid, like I always thought I was gonna run into quicksand a bunch, and like turtle soup was gonna be an option everywhere. Like I don't, <laughs> cartoons really like, spoiled the world. <laughs> but, but yeah, quicksand everywhere. Um, so I guess reading uh, some turtles comics, and also I guess the only thing I wanted to bring up, you had brought up Luke yes. uh, Queen, uh, kind of you know mm-hmm. watching the new Queen movie, um, and I guess I did too. Only a little older one. I uh, I watched Flash. Oh, savior of the universe. Oh, Flash Gordon. He'll save yeah. every one of us. I have not watched Flash Gordon since I was a kid, and so I, I watched it. Is that a movie? I thought it was a TV show. No, it is It is a movie. Okay. Um, you, you haven't seen the movie? No. Dude. It's pretty horrible. Yeah, um, great. Like, I mean, so maybe we'll add that to our. Uh, I think it came out in 1980. Plans. You know, on the cusp of all this, all mm. the sci-fi, Star Wars, yeah. Alien, all the stuff. Holy, jeez, <laughs> holy mother! <laughs> oh, it's quite the show. It's fantastic. It was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and by that I mean fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, so. What is what is worse, that uh, old Spider-Man or Flash? <laughs> you know, the old spider Well, you know, both of them would be equally as fun to just sit with a bunch of friends and critique and half pay attention to. Well. You know? <laughs> why, 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 <laughs> half pay attention Why don't we then? I think we might have to yeah. at some point. Um, but really, that is all my uh, nerd universe has, has entailed. Um, that kind of stuff. But hey, over on the Facebooks, it's been quiet for a while. I know you're mm. probably like, hey, so what's been going on? Things have been incredibly busy, and I know you're probably getting tired of hearing mm. that. Like, excuses, excuses. But they have. But our jobs are sort of, for some of us, anyway, kind of winding down now. Mm. We're getting into May. Um, and so there, things will be opening up, and you'll probably be like, there's a flood of stuff coming out. Yep. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden. There's so. a flood of stuff, and, you know, we're still, this, the new studio still isn't done. It was a rough winter. Why have talk about it? It was a rough winter. So, um, And it's not done. It's still winter. <laughs> it's still winter, apparently. Winter is coming. Yeah, yeah. right. So I, be looking on bloody, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, when you listen to this review, uh, you, your questions, your comments, anything like that, we don't have have a good way, I guess, for you guys to respond back besides mm-hmm. our our email. Um, you know, dndweebs at... No, I don't even remember. Dungeons and Dweebs <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah. Um, um, yeah that, that is a very good way to make sure we see what you are sending to us. Um, but otherwise, you know, Facebook's fine. Facebook, Facebook Twitter's yeah, fine. Twitter. I mean, you just yeah. message us on... Some, some of you guys are fantastic just, about uh, sending us stuff. Just slide on, into our DMs. On Facebook. Yeah, so. baby. <laughs> and if you have things you want to post, you can always do it, and we'll check them out. I know Justin has done that a few times, yeah. posted yep. some cool things, um, and so I'll, and I pass them along. Clint, like I cool think, things. has as well. So, um, you know, if there's anything that you want to, we, we will pass it right on along. Um, so, oh, I almost forgot story that I said I was going to bring up on What's this one. It's been that long. Okay. So, uh, me pimping out the Dungeons and Dweebs in the <laughs> oh, public. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, um, I, I went down to kind of like this little used bookstore kind of thing. Um, and I'm, oh, no. At, I'm going to keep opening magic cards. You keep opening talking. magic cards. <laughs> I, uh, I went down to this, uh, Savers, uh, a Savers oh, bias. And I always love going in there and I, I go to the sections and I look for the new books and stuff like that. You know, is there any sci-fi fantasy that I need? 
And so I'm, I'm in the books uh, and looking at a few things, and I just so happened to see some Dragonlance sitting there. Nice. And, you know, Dragonlance is what we cut our teeth on. That was yep. the first uh, stuff we did. We're going to go back to some Dragonlance in the future. So um, I, I, uh, I pull one back, and there's this lady standing next to me, and she's like, ah, Dragonlance. Ah, oh, those are some good books. And I kind of look at her, I'm like, uh, why, why, yes, they are. And I'm thinking... <laughs> A listener. How can we plug? (laughs) How can I turn this into our podcast? How? And so we're kind of talking, and I'm like, um, hey, actually, we do a podcast on this stuff. She's like, really? And she asked what the name of it is, and then she's looking up, and she's going through everything. I knew she was definitely our our kind of person, because she's going like, oh, yeah, I see you doing Dragonlance. Oh, Philip K. Dick. Oh, oh, Ender's Game. Like, every... (laughs) Welcome aboard. And that's yeah. That, is that just your strategy now, just to aimlessly hang out in bookstores, bookstores, and, just and casually and pull out Dragonlance and just every see who time, responds? every time a patron walks by, I'll, I'll kind of casually pull back a Dragonlance novel. Be like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, have you read Dragonlance? <laughs> um, but I mean, hey, whatever strategy you you want. Yeah, but her name was Nessa. Pretty cool. She was there, I think, with her sister or something. Um, so yeah, it was kind of cool. Had some. Hi, Nessa. <laughs> she actually does some... Run, I, I'm trying to look up her She runs some sort of company, which actually I haven't even looked up, called Schmall Wonders. It's like S-H-M-O-L-L Wonders. Schmoll Wonders. I actually don't know if it's like schmollwonders.com or what. Stuff out of clay, Etsy. wire, chain, and more. It's on Etsy. Oh, she's got yeah. stuff on Etsy made I'm out of clay and wire yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Is there any power crystals? Oh, not that Ooh. Oh, there are power crystals. Hey, let me see that. Let me see that QR code. Oh, look, QR code. Maybe I'll have Ooh. to put this up on our no, face. Stay there. So, Mark, pretty nice looking. Yeah, we'll have to. Vet. We'll put it up on our Facebook page. Maybe you guys yeah. can go check out That's Small kind of Wonders. Whoa, actually, some of her stuff is cool. Ooh. Yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> and no confidence going Ooh. into it. Oh my God, this is cool. Why hey, you never know who you're gonna meet. You don't know what, what kind of stuff. Especially in savor. <laughs> <laughs> I met some unsavory people in Savers. Yeah, you're meeting people in Savers. You better vet what they're selling before. But no, this is (laughs) No, we'll do it live on the show. Oh, they have a nice little uh, wire-wrapped D20s. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Hey, so... uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Thanks, Ness. So we're gonna... We're gonna pimp your stuff out on our Facebook page a little bit. Ooh, I like the, uh, Mm -hmm. Steampunk Gear Key. Yeah, those are actually pretty good. Not bad prices on Etsy. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll send a link in there and do a little thing. So, Awesome. But hey, we've got a book to get to. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, why we're going back to our book here, guys? And uh, I think I told him to jump ahead like thirty some minutes. Uh, we're at like forty two. Oops. <laughs> ah. Well, you got to remember we have the intro music and all that. We jumped six. So we're at like fifty minutes. Oops. Sorry, Pete. Good thing there isn't a synopsis on this one. Nice. <laughs> all right. Oh, damn it. Wait, who's getting the round? I, I, I we got magic okay. cards and you, bought Yeah, that's right. So, I'm right. so grateful for this. I'm going to go get the you round. You owe us two. I'm going to triple it. Ah, there, there you go. go. And that's a You can't triple stamp a double stamp, Lloyd. You know Tashi Station? I'm a leaf on the wind. I'm a freaking fight for that. I'm a leaf. You want Waiting around for that Skywalker kid to come pick up that power before We got downloads in 20 systems. I pull up a chair, friend. All right, we're back in, and uh, maybe as we sat around the tavern t- fire, we may have opened the rest of our packs. Oops. Yeah, just Oops. maybe. I when am this happen? angry. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a Johnny. So. And? 
Oh, oh, a Johnny and Ral storm conduit in foil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a Bantu. I don't know. Ubuntu? Ubuntu. Ubuntu. <laughs> you got a Linux operating system? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> and Luke, what else did you get in there? Uh, I got another Wrath. I had another. I had two Mythics in my uh, in my stack. Dirk! <laughs> <laughs> so, back to our book now. Iron yeah. Gold by Pierce Brown. Okay, so uh, when we first jumped into this book, right, I was skeptical in some ways, thinking, all right, um, where are we going to go from this? We have The Rising. Mm. It left off on a pretty good note in the last trilogy. But as we've been going through this, uh, some of these characters have been really awesome. I've been getting into them. Uh, I really mm. like Ephraim. You said Ephraim was a slow burn for you, and then you started liking yeah. it towards the yeah, end. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I loved kind of the... Um, with with him especially, uh, I kind of like this retro synth wave feel that I was getting yeah, from yeah, his for sure, stuff. For sure. I was cold though to Lyria. I'm not was not a fan Lyria, of Lyria. Lyria. So of course, Lyria. let's start with her chapter. Yeah, that should so, help yeah, you out. Yeah, we're getting started off with her right off the bat, right? Mm. Rust and Shadow. 29. Right yeah. now. So yeah. we're on chapter 29 if you're with I need you guys' help for a little bit because I had read ahead of our mark oh, last yeah. time. Yeah. I did so too. So there was a big gap in so between then it, and now. It has been almost a month since I read this, so I'm going back trying so to go like... she's hmm. basically, this is her first time where she's had a day off and she's being a tourist going to a museum. That's my best description of yeah. what she's doing right now. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, 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 walking yeah. around, looking at the sights, and hey, I mean, she's a red who's been on Mars for all time. She probably is overwhelmed with all of these sites. So what planet are they on right now? Right now... Hyperion. They're in Hyperion? the city of Hyperion. Hi- right? City of or Hyperion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And which is... Around. I believe that's on Luna. Luna. I think that's Luna. Luna I have yeah. bought what... I- Boy, Earth's moon. Yeah, Earth's moon. yeah. 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 Luna, you just kind of always assume. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But then they have the wonderful moment that I wrote in my notes as racial profiling. Yeah, that she's accused of being a thief for sure. <laughs> no, it's true. For but sure, all on this, this moment, yeah. all of this feels like very much nineteenth-century Irish immigrants, right? Yeah. Like I'm ready to like. Will this be a cartoon someday? Yeah. Uh, a Luna tale. Uh, Lyria goes west. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fievel. <laughs> right? But she gets saved by a guy named Philippe. Philippe. Yeah. Philippe comes along. Yeah. And did either of you, right when you first read this, go, I know who that nope. is? Nope. I did not. not. Oh. I did not. Oh. I did not. Although I, I figured it out fairly quickly, but no, at first, at first. Oh. At First, first time. I was okay, getting sorry. a little bit irritated because I'm like, ah, like I don't like Lyria already. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that, yeah. but I'm not a fan of her right. chapters. Yep. And and all of a sudden now we got Philippe. I'm like, oh, another character who seems to be fixing up to be a major character. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, Philippe. <laughs> and he, he what? He actually turned into a major character. Or what? what uh, he's been a major character. He's, he's uh, Ephraim. He's Ephraim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it, what Ephraim. So Ephraim has been. He set this whole thing in motion with mm-hmm. his with his team that they basically staged her getting mm-hmm. accused right. of being this with Daniel. Book him, Daniel. Stealing the bracelet. What was she accused of being? Like stealing a stealing a, a bracelet oh, okay. from some golds, and okay. that was the profiling. And well, he comes along as Philippe. Hey, no, 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 she's related to me. I'm watching out for her. Yep, yep, I'll let them know this. Mm-hmm. And then he's taking her on this tour. They have dinner together. Right. He's having this great time, and he's got some really ulterior motives. He's, he he is using her, yes. right? And it, it becomes very apparent he's using her. But the whole time in this entire storyline between the two of them, he is kind of reluctantly in some way. Yes. Like he is feeling mm-hmm. bad about it mm-hmm. on the sideline. Um, what did you guys feel about this entire plot? Like, I, I really... 
I liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I liked it in the middle of the book. Like it was feeling more like a building, like in the beginning of a book. If this was only Lyria's book, it felt like kind of a really oh. nice, quaint cityscape. We're building a, a daughter father daughter uncle it, relationship but could it be something like uh intro to a second book on lyria because didn't lyria have some big uh stuff that happened in the first book oh yeah, yeah. she had problems. So she's basically yeah. a refugee yeah, yeah. so escapee. It, could it be some uh, the intro to a second book that then starts them on another adventure maybe almost? maybe maybe the big problem i had and i've said this multiple times with these books is there's always a plan but they never actually write the plan out so you actually yes. know what's going on. You're always left in the dark of, well, what's his plan? What's the plan? Well, we, we know nothing about we what We know Ephraim's nothing doing. about Ephraim's no, plan, period. Nothing. He's been contracted to steal something. That's yeah. it. Yes. And he's making Lyria part of his plan, too? Um, yeah. Okay. Lyria. Lyria. But uh, it, is, it is a fine balance, and I will, I'll agree with you, Neil, that it works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't, where there's mm-hmm. times where you're left in the dark as to where you're figuring out what is this plan, what is this plan, what is this plan. There are times, and I'll bring them up later in the novel, where I feel that keeping the plan veiled from the reader can sometimes strip you of interest then. That by the time the reveal happens, you kind of no longer care yeah. what was being hidden from you okay. in the first yeah. place. I'd say it's it's probably um, like more stressed in this book because we're bouncing between characters. Yeah. And it's taking so long for stuff to happen yeah. for characters. I, I agree. So. so we're jumping from Lyria down to chapter 30, Darrow, the Nessus. They're back in Deep Grave. Yeah. And apparently... God's Grave. Yeah, sure. Isn't it God's Grave? Deep Grave. The prison. I don't remember. Oh. Deep Grave, the prison, yeah. Okay. We talked about this. We even asked Club what he thought about it, but he wasn't here. Oh, yeah, it's Deep Grave. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I said. Uh, I, think it, I think it's God's Graves and Deep <laughs> Grave. Uh, it's both of them. You, it's, it's a Deep time. God's Grave. Deep yeah, God's Grave. Deep God's Grave. God's but anyway, <laughs> instead of just <laughs> bringing the... <laughs> you would open it when I'm talking. Sorry. I'm kidding. But anyway, they are getting out of Deep Grave, and they're not just bringing Apollonius. They're bringing ten other prisoners with Right, mm-hmm. which well, is like Apollonius okay, has ten to more. Have his horse. No, not even them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not even them. They're all. At this point, I don't think they say where they're from. No, no, no they don't. No, again, another yeah. thing that's veiled. again plan veiled, hidden away. Don't think. Don't look behind this curtain. And is this? Is it soon here where our uh, mute obsidian friend gets his name, or has he had it already? I think he's already had it. I, I, I okay, maybe maybe it's just because like it, like I started listening to the audiobook again. Yeah. And I heard it. I'm calling him tongueless. It's yeah. <laughs> it's just well, like when I was listening, like the first person to say it was Severo. I'm like, that's perfect. Of course, he'd name him tongueless. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I like the sh- descriptive. I like the ship that they board here called the Nessus because for me, yep. the way it's described sounds really throwback like 1950s like it sounds like it's just a rocket ship basically yeah like it the- almost sounds like um in my even it's so cool that you say that because in my head like i saw like this old 50s cadillac yeah like, yeah kind styled of. ship yeah yeah and i was seeing like those 50s sci-fi like the paintings of uh vincent de fate and stuff mm-hmm. like that from the 60s where it's just like basically a glorified rocket mm. like Saturn yeah. 5 rocket or something like that I don't know it's cool those old, those old Cadillacs with their their big taillights look like ships already Cadillacs yeah. and dinosaurs <laughs> that's all that's all I do so and this as a reminder it's Quicksilver's ship that they're yes. using because, yes. you know, and it makes sense Quicksilver has it because he's been this collector of having all these different things mm. and money and scattered it's a all around beautiful and it's a ship. Yeah. yeah yeah 
And Daryl Christ thinking I, about leaving his family again. Here's my question, because <laughs> it seems like almost everything that happens in this book, what terrible thing happens on the ship? Uh, yeah. There's always something terrible whenever I've been hearing you guys talk about it being on some ship. Well, sure. see, this, this, is, this, probably, this is probably the this safest place. This is the nicest moment the, right now. Yeah, it's the safest really? place in this the ship, book. Yeah. Yep, it is oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and this book is about to get... Uh, Dark. I, I wouldn't say, like... Yeah, it, it's... Plans it, actually start to happen and actually ooh, get revealed a little bit, and it starts going bit, faster. Yeah. And starts picking and up. This is where it really starts to pick up the pace. Going it's, everything's going to start to crash and burn here real quick. Yeah, I was going to say for me, this book really started pick, picking up somewhere between three fifty, page three fifty and four hundred is yeah. where I thought it really started. I, I, I started to, like later on, like I started to feel like it was like in Game of Thrones, like everything is going wrong. Yeah, all right, right. <laughs> Why? <right. laughs> all right, so we jump down to chapter thirty-one, Ephraim. Kites. Yep. And they're that. just, you know, the plan, uh, The plans are getting ready. We still don't know what the plans are, yeah, so but we're e- getting ready. Ephraim is meeting with Lyria again. And th- this is when, this is like, because th- I'm, I'm listening to the audiobook while I'm doing a bunch of driving. Yep. And like, this is when, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, it's in Ephraim's chapter, and he says, Lyria, I'm like, oh, crap, he was Philippe. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, right, that's yeah, how long right. it took me. <laughs> um, well. I kind of like this chapter, or at least a little bit of, like, Brown's kind of literary allusions here. He's going to say that, uh, again, Ephraim meets with uh, Lyria, and he's kind of talking about his his leg, you know, like he's oh, got he's yeah. got that bum leg, and he says an gammy, old... A gammy leg. Yeah, he says an old titan's rust should never jeopardize a lady's enjoyment and stuff like that. I, I, I got with the bum leg and his... Uh, talk about rust. All of a sudden, I was flashed with kind of like, well, Lyria is kind of like Dorothy in Oz, mm-hmm. and he is like the Tin Man, and he because, doesn't because they call him a gray. Oh, and they're dying. He's That's a gray, good, you know? and he doesn't have a heart at this. point. He had a heart, uh huh, and he has no heart at this point. So he's manipulating no her. So like, what if the Tin Man, instead of being benevolent like he is to Dorothy, is actually mm. using her? For something. Mm, right. Well done, Pierce. Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting there, I was ready, reading it. And I'm I like, was not oh, expecting well, okay. a Wizard of Oz <laughs> comparison on this episode. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm like, hey, yeah. that's really nice. I like that. So, one of the big moments here, though, he's still, you know, getting gear and stuff, and he gets this little drone necklace. Oh, I'm like, okay, he's got yeah. a drone necklace. Cool. Are you yeah. going to, what are you going to do with it? And then he gives it to Lyria. Yeah. So now your oh, plan is—is is, is it said that it's a drone necklace? No, it said it's it a drone. But then I'm like, well, did it he, say it was a drone? No, no. I, he bought the drone. He uh, has it, and then he gave her a necklace. And I, I oh, put them okay, together. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't put it together. Oh, yeah, I didn't. So, know. I told oh, that oh why is he giving? Because what is, well, hold on, what is a drone? Is it just a drone where you yeah. just go up and look? Or so is it what is going to smaller? Ha- but yes, what is going to eventually happen is he's giving her a device that is going to take down a ship and it's like a it's like a ball that will float up in front of her and like kind of yeah it's, it's, give a, it's off a drone gas. with an EMP. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. uh but for me I didn't know no. that that's what that was and I'd forgotten about it so much so that when finally this drone comes back and does its little thing I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know it came from Yeah, her I, I was so wrapped up in it's it's who it's Barca on the Yeah. Yeah. Pendant. And like I was so wrapped up in like wasn't that is that, is that Rokes? Last name Roca. Oh, Bar- Bar- Barca is. Uh, isn't that Severos? Bob Severo. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, so I was so wrapped up, and I'm like, because I'm like, that sounds so familiar. And I'm just lingering on that name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what it was. Okay, so I praised it for its allusions to 
uh, Dorothy. And now what are you going to bash? Now i got to bash it. The next thing he said, I, do n- I, I don't like the reference when he talks about kids on Mercury flying kites with glass tied to the strings and they tried to cut each other's strings. I don't like that because that is so Kite Runner. Yeah. Like, that is literally just a storyline lifted from Kite Runner. For some reason, like, it just jumped out at me as like, oh, in high school you read Kite Runner. Great book. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't. I, I don't didn't. know Kite Runner. Uh, great book. <laughs> it is a great book, yeah. yeah. But it, it was almost, I, and maybe not but for most people, but for me it jumped off the page as like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like if you were writing a novel and you threw in something about Canterbury Tales or, or something <laughs> else, you'd be like, oh, a high school novel's yeah. popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's not a high school novel for a lot of people, but I guess it it is, in hard. our high school it is. It's hard <laughs> not to, I mean, so many different references come from those books that we've all read through high school. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. Well, and those you are the common see, touchstones yeah, of society. Yeah. Right? So, 32, we go Lysander. So now we, we leave Luna, we finally go back to Lysander, and out in the rim. And the rending. And the rim is getting really pretty much ready to go to war right now. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. after their fleet was destroyed earlier. Right. Yeah, I was it, waiting for one of you to take <laughs> Okay, so the, the rim are controlled by the golds, correct? Still, the, yeah. the rim still has essentially what they the, started the with, where it's the hierarchy of yeah. golds are still the top. Yeah, right. Whereas the core has evolved a little bit, they've, minus Venus. They've basically, basically, the 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 rim has been put in its place, where it's okay. kind of you know there's been a treaty signed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And they're not going to. And that that was from the original trilogy. Yes. They had to um, make up. A pact, a treaty with them in order to win the yeah. war in the yeah. core. Because and what we believe is uh, the uh, that the the um, was it Roke had bombed the shipyards. Yeah, that's what the Golds believe. That's what, what the Darrow Golds believe. Did it himself. Yeah, yeah. Darrow is the one who bombed yeah. the shipyards. But it's a very nice place, though. I was pretty evolved with what oh, they yeah. talk about. Of well, here's all these things. Here's this bubble set here. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Everything looks really nice, and then. We I really like this chapter. I really for like the fact of the character building between Lysander and Cassius as they're being listened to. I, I agree. I, I also like when they're doing kind of the fly in. Um no. he's setting up again a mythical looking city where everything mm-hmm. is carved out of like black basalt yep. and it's like dragons and everything like that. And that wouldn't work in a futuristic city because you'd be like, Well, why would people make it all this old draconian kind of thing? And but he explains why it happened is like they were going for that motif. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, this city doesn't evolve, this city was pretty much created almost instantaneously, right? You know, like they came in with all the oh, drills yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff and just drilled it all out. Yeah. So it, it's it's weird where, like, our cities evolve. This city on Aya was able to be designed and created, like, almost instantly, instantly yeah, yeah. which and is why just... it can have this old, heavy feeling nice. to it, you know, which I kind of like, mm-hmm. you know? Is this where... Um, so one of the things I marked down in my good character building moment, because Lysander, you know, he's talking about all these people who we came to realize from the last books are the villains. And I wrote down, Aya Warmth? Aya could be nice? She was a terrible person in the last book. She killed all these people. They had to fight like, oh. three different people against her yeah, just to right. finish her off. Yeah. And she she was warm? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. How dare you try to subvert my thought here with this? This is true. She was the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they're humanizing uh, Lysander, oh, but right, yeah. uh, this is very Roman. They're sitting in Roman baths. They're even getting scraped with strigil sticks. You mm. know, it's 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 right out of the fall, rise and fall of the Roman. And there's Empire. pinks as well, as well too. 
All over the place. You know, know, pinks show up all the time now. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, they're like yeah. just in everything. They're. It's kind of ironic to me that I feel like maybe in the last trilogy, the liberation or humanization of the pinks was kind of yep. a part of that. But now, having to create the universe and play in it, the pinks just go right back to being kind of throwaway mm, they're pinks. Kind of uh, they're just kind of always just naked and hanging out around the. Is, is, the pinks. The pinks. <laughs> the whole, is, is, is that a, is that a comment on human nature, though? That, I think it is. Yeah. That. Oh yeah, we're gonna liberate everybody, but you know, we still want our whores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I do think it is. Down. I agree. Oldest profession. <laughs> yeah. So we stay with Lysander in the thirty-three alien. Right. And. I put it down as Lysander and Serafina have a very charged conversation with lots of sexual tension. Because <gasps> they really do it during this section. Is there going to be a boot scene? No. No, oh, there is actually no boot scenes at all in wow, here. But it's she, just dry county in terms of that. Yeah, it's surprising. It's entire <laughs> book. But, honestly, I feel like that's a little surprising with how, I mean, your mask. Uh, I'm going to say Pierce Brown doesn't. Doesn't write boots. Oh, okay. He, he leaves them no. to your imagination off scene. Yeah, for the he'll most rip part, heads yeah. off of bodies and inject it full of drugs. Yeah. Um, have, but, but, have an entire army waiting inside of dead horse bodies. But <laughs> but, uh, but, a, but a boot scene, that's too graphic oh, for this novel. Oh, okay. That, that's a little too much. Mm. One boot scene versus body mm. armies inside, inside of dead bodies? Yep. So and for, for me, jump on them. what the they cut their way out of dead horse bodies and... Sorry. That's, bu- that's, book, that's book one, man. Okay. Yeah. Get going already. Yeah. Really. All right. These are great books. Bob, bring us back off. to this book. <laughs> okay, uh, so for uh, chapter 32 and 33 even, by this point, I even have written in my notes, um, I don't get it. This book is like this wonderful meal that's set before me, and right now I'm not enjoying it. And I don't know why. I don't know why it is. I'm sitting with Lysander. She, he's talking with Cassius. And even down to 33, I am not invested, right, at this point in a lot of what's going on with this. And continuing that thought, and I think part of it is there's way too many questions of what's going on right now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're trying to keep track of, well, what's going here? What's going here? What's going here? Yeah. What's going here? What's going here? What's Lysander going to do? What's Cassius going to do? What's Serafina's plan? What are the what are her parents' plans? Yeah. Because they're both against each other. What's Lyria's plan? Right. What? There's all these plans going on and not enough answers to get there. And I'll tell you, all the stuff with Io for me was through most of the book until towards the end, very much a struggle because mm-hmm. we were introduced to a myriad of characters and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. is going to happen around dinner tables and it's kind of interpersonal family stuff. I couldn't yeah, care they, less. They, they were like fourth stringer characters from the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. And, that we were and, supposed to go like, it, yeah, yeah, it eventually hit me like once they were in the bleeding place. and like, oh, I remember these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like enough of their names came by. I'm like, oh, I remember this family now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. So... So at least we were able to leave them occasionally. Yeah, it's true, which we will when we get to 34, Darrow again, Apollonius, we're, Paul Valley We're Roth. really, man, in this second half of the book, we're not getting a lot of Darrow. Um, I, that is going to so be, far. that is going to be my problem throughout the whole book. I got a lot to say on that mm-hmm. at the end. Okay. I yep. do have a lot to say on that at the end. Um, but Darrow, uh, deals with a stowaway. This part was throwaway to me. I didn't get this. And when does this come up again? What? Which part specifically? There's a stowaway on his ship. Oh, his, his uh, nephew? Niece. His niece. She was supposed to stay behind and help with this deep is, grave stuff, yeah, but this is she so... doesn't like that, so she snuck on. But this she's so obviously a setup. Ropey and setup for down the road. Yeah, I didn't like this. I like that he goes, well, you know what to do, and Alexander just paralyzes her. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> just, ah, like oh, you came on. <laughs> 
Well, All right, you well clean, <laughs> when you're awake, clean yourself up, clean this, this, and this. We'll see yeah. you later. And they just leave her. So, so, <laughs> so I like that. Yeah, that because, there's, because then it's saying, okay, even though you're my family, well, tough for you. Right, right. Like that sense I get, but she's there. And it pains me to say this because I, I don't want anybody listening to take me wrong. I do think Pierce Brown is one of the greatest writers we got going at this time. Mm. Chapter 34, me, 34 for me is when it hits the pinnacle of what's not working for me in this book. We have a stowaway. Mm. We have Apollonius who's sitting there in the ship playing his harp. And Pierce Brown is great at his narrative and going back to ancient Greece and Roman culture and stuff. This, though, he starts referring to himself as an ancient ship with cannons. What? And I'm, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't get any of this. Is all really stupid, mm-hmm. like, and how prison rebuilt his decks. Like, what person refers to like, well, I went to prison and it was like my yacht was smashed upon the rocks. But in there, I started working out and it rebuilt me from stem to stern. It layered the decks in there, just shoved them inside right of me. Mm-hmm. Like I, like it just, I don't. No. <laughs> no, yeah. like, none of this there's, was working there, for there's me. A, there's a definite lull going oh, on right here. Yeah, and, and again, this book is o- close to, what, 600 pages uh, or 500? Like yeah. uh, uh, boy, there's fat. Uh, same thing Trimmers. that I've had with the other two books in the trilogy, the last two, is there's fat that needs to be trimmed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really is do. It, could it just be a publisher said, hey, we want this many nope. pages, go. I, I don't, don't think, think so. That. I think part of it, he's... If you look at recently, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, Luke, on Twitter, he actually, there's a picture of his final manuscript for Dark Age, which has been delayed, but you look at how big it is. Oh, God. All four of the other books are able to stack together, and they're about the same height. Oh, for the love of God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I will find it in a couple seconds here. Oh, my but God. But it is almost the exact same size as all of them combined. So <sighs> he's slowly building it up to start building more things, and that's what I'm wondering if... Like here, like you're saying, maybe it's. I'm I'm really worried about that because in a lot of times the things that I think he's Mm -hmm. building or that have the take up the more space in these books are things that are not interesting. Oh my god! Showing them the picture of how big the manuscript is compared to the other novels. Now, first up, maybe it's literally single sided. I don't know. All four novels stacked up are the same size as his rough draft. Can we final manuscript? This is the final manuscript stacked to the next I one hope up. it's on, like, thick cardstock. <laughs> <laughs> or single-sided is what I'm wondering, Hopefully too. Hopefully single-sided. I can't really tell. But slowly he's building them up to be bigger and bigger. You notice the other three, I think they were maybe 300 at the max, 350. I want to say. They were in the 350s. So they were very fast-paced. Mm, they, no, they, they each got bigger They each bigger. got bigger. Because we talked about that. Yeah, it was like 350, and by the end, we were close to 500. Because we were saying they need to cut about 100 pages out of this. Not because I like a 350-page novel, but I won't lie, most novels that I really enjoy go about that length, and it does seem as they get bigger, man. They're really harder to keep the focus, and they have to keep the focus with what they're doing. Whereas, like you're saying, this stuff, some of it doesn't get... And I think maybe I'm getting slightly mired down it. Again, I think he's a pretty clean writer like the, most mm-hmm. of this stuff is necessary but uh, I don't know maybe in the plotting he could have dropped pulled oh. back a little bit and said hey do I need all of this stuff or not I'm still gonna stand by Lyria could be a throwaway character so, I really don't think that she yeah. needs to be but so, moving along yeah going back to that finishing the rest of this chapter they talk with Apollonius say he can get revenge on the Ash Lord and his brother 
However, you got a bomb in your head. You do anything dumb, we'll blow you up. I love this. And I this gave me a headache when I read it. Was basically it. Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. now we some kind of suicide squad. Oh, roll credits. But but they're gonna say, hey, you can get your family back. We're just gonna have a coup yep. of Venus, and that. So we finally kind of yep. know their plan. I love. I love Daryl cutting more deals. I yeah. love the bomb in my in the head kind of thing. But I I will still throw this. Uh, the last of the real super dark stuff yeah. is I do get the feeling from Pierce a lot of, of a lot of that. See, I didn't. I forgot about Suicide Squad. He does really kind of cherry pick tons of stuff from the existing world that are kind of hot and going. You know, like I mean, even in this chapter alone, we got we've got Wizard of Oz references. We've got Kite Runner references. He's pulling. Head bombs from from uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, we got the in the Lysander chapter from the last time when they're in the ships. There's the, the cargo ship that is pretty much a yep. Borg ship, yeah. and it feels oh. like a Star Wars Chewbacca Han Solo kind of thing mm-hmm. going on. Like when you kind of start to break things down, there's an uh, so much cultural referencing going on that it almost sometimes feels like a stitched together piece, mm-hmm. but not always. Mm-hmm. Not always. Yeah. I'm just. Super pretentiously overanalyzing. Mm, pretentious. But yeah. that's what I like to do. I like to get incredibly pretentious. Absolutely. Yes. The so, man who could not write a novel is going to pretentiously <laughs> destroy. So, <laughs> I mean, you, but you could stitch together some from other novels that you've read. Yeah, yeah. whatever. No, wrapping yeah, up thoughts there. I mean, we go. We've talked about our slowest now here about in thirty five. This yep. is where I personally felt like everything shifted. Right. Where everything is going to start hitting the fan. And I was I'm not going to say that yet because we yeah. still have dinner with dragons yet. I mean, I really hate <laughs> At dragons. the end, I'll go there too. But, but here's where I got annoyed. Sorry, that, that so now, immediately went to Dragonlands. <laughs> dinner with dragons. Paul, dragon ready? Lands. Here is the title of the chapter. Teardrop in the door, banquet. Who do you, who do you think this character is about? Lyria. You're right, it is Lyria. But why did he randomly change the t- chapter? Yeah, Eddie? this is one of the only oh, ones. We've got Lyria. Something. Lysander, no, something. Daryl, something. Now it's teardrop in the door banquet. It's 35 and 36 that 35 he does and this for, and I, I don't get it. No, I, I, re- I remember this coming up on the audiobook, like where it was like the end of the chapter, like there was a pause, and then he, he said that, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't. Get, I don't understand the reason. I don't feel like it did anything. So no. all the other chapters had a character's name except for these two. Uh, and thirty-five. So maybe, maybe us three are missing something. Yeah, I, we might help be. us, please. Yeah. So, so basically, all that happens here is that Lyria, right, has been given this a bomb. Was well. Here's my question: Did she ever ever get a nickname? Like, could teardrop then be no. nickname? Well, or? the reference is. She's a teardrop in the door. I don't know. I don't know. But no, she's never had any nickname for it. It's just randomly teardrop in the door and there's a banquet. But she was taken in, remember, by Kavax. And uh, so they go to this dinner. There's an awful lot of politics stuff that's going on that's trying to set up things. Um, and it's not like I don't care. I, I wouldn't. As I wouldn't. As, I, as bad as Star Wars politics? No, 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 no. Because this, it's. These characters have been built enough. I mean, yeah, okay. we're, we're on book four. Yeah. Right. We know yeah. these characters. We know what the Politics solar, s- solar we know the solar system is going yeah. through right now, and it's like what they are saying is kind of filling in these little blanks throughout what is going on. Okay. Right. Um, but so basically, what this is used to though is to move us into the spaceship. They're going to get onto a ship to leave. Yep. She's with Kavax, and, and basically her necklace. Oh, oh, oh. Let's throw one thing in there first. Oh, She's also with Darrow and Severo's children. On yes. the same ship. That's the uh, most important yeah, part. She, the she, most hang, important she hangs there. out with Daryl's kid, kid which was nice. And she gets mad at him mm-hmm. for claiming to be a red. Yeah. 
So they watched uh, a race together. So the big picture <laughs> yeah. here is that this was all a, a, a ploy uh, to get a bomb onto the ship so that it would blow up the ship and they can take the children. Oh, and her necklace comes okay. out. And at this point in the story, I'm going, what is the job still? I mean... Well, I... I didn't think that they were going to try to steal the children, I would no, say, at this right. point. Because I'm still sitting there, what's the job? What do you... What's your plan here, Eve? Yeah, right. And the ship crashes, so that... You could have killed them. Yeah. But they still had that whole like, gravity thing down there that it's made a bold it so move. they didn't hurt as they, bad. They went with oh, a bold Oh, yeah. Move. They had a, mean, they had the, the thieves were using a gravity well to pull the ship to yep. crash exactly where they wanted it. Was it was really cool. Into a hangar. Yeah. I yeah. just kind of like close up over it. I yeah. like that idea. It was, I like thought a, it was really cool. The, the, the tech in these books is out of this. Yeah. So it's really world. cool. Yeah. So <laughs> let's follow that up with another dinner scene. Oh. Okay, and I will. I will <laughs> it, do, it does. I mean, this entire book has been doing these cutaways. Cutaways, like, and it is a something big happens. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Dinner. Yeah, and and you know what? This the, the last dinner was okay. I I didn't mind the dinner with Lyria, and I loved how it ended. Um, I'm really gonna not start to like this Lysander stuff because I don't care about. Yeah, the, this is what we, we I, I talked about this a little bit before, where it's like, okay, who are you hanging out with? Yeah, thank you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> One more, and we'll be even. Um, yeah, it's all these people talking. It's just, man, I I don't I don't remember these people on Io enough. To I don't either. Care. And so I don't care about this family or what they're or doing. Or even, and everything's moving so slowly. There's a little bit of like building. Like I I do I really like Cassius. I really like Lysander. Mm-hmm. I like their relationship, but it's there's too much with other people. Yeah. See, and sure. the weird thought for me, whereas. I'm conjecturing here a yes. little bit for you two. Yeah. You two were more happy with Lyria's dinner compared yeah. to yes. this new one. Yeah. I was the vice versa. Oh, oh really? I like this one because it was more of the mind games being played around between mm. the husband oh, and wife right. and everyone else at the table. It's definitely darker. Because yeah. then the next thing you realize, Lysander and Cassius just walked into a trap. Yep. Yep. And, oh, look, Serafina had this convenient razor that, where did it go? And she hid it on there, and they find the safe that those two have hid their whole life in. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. yeah. So they're currently hiding. Yes. Oh, we have your safe. So basically what we're saying here is Cassius and Lysander, they they didn't want to be found out as being Cassius and Lysander. Okay. Uh, so they've been hiding those. Cassius even has prosthetics on his face mm-hmm. to make him not look like Cassius. But there's a box on the ship that is containing a razor that will for sure show that it's Cassius and Lysander. Yeah. Uh, as well as other things. And this That is- has been found, and now they're going to use it as like a, you tell us the codes for this box. Or basically, what we're going to get into, Cassius is going to have to fight, and he will die. And this super, is where we get super through. Super cool idea with this safe. If you try to break into it, it melts itself. Yeah, Ooh, I like. Yeah, I like, so it's like you, you put very sensitive things in there because like you can't get them out. Yeah. So this right. is where, yeah. just as reference for listeners, we're going in through chapter 36, 37, 38, Let's do all, all right now because yeah. the dinner happens. They get found out. Yeah. Uh, Dido says, "I already know you're Cassius." By the way, yeah. You think a mask would fix that? He gets the mask ripped off him. Cassius, eh, nah, we're fine. We're still not going to make this deal. Yeah. And duels now start to be proposed. The most right. redonkulous of duels. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Luke. I mean, they're at least uh, proper we, about it. They, wait, do, they don't talk about it too much. They, they just go right into it, right? Oh, right. No, well, now, first of all, they got to reveal that it is Cassius. So they reach in and they the, the chapter 38, which is called Grusly, which I think is like made by the same company that makes Muesli, which is the... <laughs> The cereal that you can have in the morning. Have you had your grains? Have you tried <laughs> muesli? Well, if you grab a grusli and put it on your face, it'll rip it off. Ooh. 
sucks. You just and made they that do. up. It is. No, there's muesli. There's muesli? Is it? It's muesli. Maybe muesli. No, I think the X is an E. It's muesli. Oh, it's muesli. It's an old. It's a cereal. Metamucil. But gets the face ripped off, and it's a thing that goes on its little tentacles go into your face and eats off the synthetic flesh. It's really awful. And he's like, eh. Well, he found me. Yeah, we're still not opening the safe though. Yeah. Bellerephron or whatever. What? What? How do you say Bellerephron? I said Bellerephron for mine. Bellerephron. Bellerephron. But challenges him to a fight. He challenges him, but also before the him, they say, "Okay, no, Diomedes, you're up." Uh, No, I'm not going to do it. What? No, I'm not doing it. You can find someone else. Yeah. And then Seraphina pipes up. I'll do it. No, I'm not taking you. And which, they're just rejecting him and her both. Which, which we should point out that Serafina is a younger girl about Lysander's age. Correct. And the two of no. them have kind of been in some ways mm. flirtatious. Lots of tension. A lot of tension, tension. Sexual tension there. But it's But not, no boot scenes. No boot scenes. There was kind of like I'll stitch up the wound under your boob. Yeah. There was kind of <laughs> were you, that. Were you looking at my chest? I had to. <laughs> I, had to. I, had to. I had to hold it up to stitch it. <laughs> I was doing what I could. If it flops, lift it. That's a weird reference. Can it hold uh, one pencil or three? <laughs> so Cassius is going to fight Do Bellfron. you know what my wife tells me this? Oh what, what, what? What? So my wife uh, references back to when she was a... This must have scarred her as a child. But she remembers... Do you want a, this on the podcast? Sure. Uh, <laughs> does she want this does on the podcast? On she the, doesn't I, listen. Yeah, she doesn't listen. Um, that she remembers that watching an old Oprah Winfrey episode oh, where okay. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey had somebody on there that said that the perfect <laughs> breast can hold one number two pencil under it ah, and no more. Only one. To which she said... Oprah Winfrey replied, well, what if it can hold a whole package of magic markers? <laughs> <laughs> We're Dungeons and Dweebs, and I just threw out an Oprah Winfrey reference. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome for the entertainment. I just I thought it was going to be a story about your wife. Yes, no, I really... I wouldn't, really, the, I wouldn't I be that crassiest. Crassiest. <laughs> So I really summary. thought you were immediately uh, going to go, yeah, my no. wife's always <laughs> Well, by, yeah, no, one, no, 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 one no. pencil for sure. <laughs> Rimlords know who Cassius is. Rimlords know who Cassius is. They does. don't know who Lysander is yet. Correct. Cassius is now has a deal with Bellafron. Two people already rejected the fight. Yeah. So now that we know that there's going to be this duel happen, let's, let's leave them. Let's leave them. Let's, let's leave them. Really, let's go to Eve. really loves the cutaways. Eve in the Lion's Den, chapter 39. Yeah. So, so they're taking Severo and Dara's children. Which, you know, this is what I, if there was one storyline that I really wanted to keep with kind of the whole time, because it was really good, was mm-hmm. Ephraim's. Uh, I really thought that that yeah, constant. It really came around for me. It re- yeah. I hated it. Slow build. <laughs> yeah. God. Yep. This whole stealing children thing and everything, I really enjoyed all of this stuff. And I, I was kind of waiting to come back. And the Lysander stuff, maybe that's why the Lysander stuff I got annoyed mm-hmm. with is because I really wanted the Ephraim stuff to keep mm-hmm. going. And I will, I'm going to keep with it, Luke, with what you're saying. There is no Darrow in this. Uh, I'm like, so Darrow? It's, well, we already know Darrow's plan. He's going to Venus. That's it. Yep. Which yeah. is great. So let's leave. And, and it actually, yeah. you know, in, in the, it makes the sense because yeah. it takes a while to get there. 
So yeah, all this okay. stuff is happening, down. and why would we... We hung out on the ship for a little bit. Good enough. Let's go back to everybody else. You don't want to yeah. hear about their uh, this, this conversations ship, on the know. ship for the next... Well, actually, <laughs> if he's hanging out with several, yeah, I want to know what the heck that would be. So, if they're taking the kids... They're taking the kids, and... He's get, you can take it. Yeah, in the in these ships, in this universe, uh, instead of airbags, they have crash netting. I love it. It, kind of, it wraps you up in, like... I don't know if it inflates or I don't know. What, I don't know. It's never really explained, but it, it's webbing that like encases you, and then so when you crash, you don't get hurt. Goes yeah. full Groot. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they go full Groot on yeah. it. Just kind of. No. So yeah, yeah. Ephraim comes in. They're they're all wearing masks and everything, so nobody knows who they are. And they come in. Um, Pax Darrow's son yeah. is unconscious. One of them slings him over his shoulder, but uh, Pax or not Pax. Um, Kvax. So Severo's daughter is not unconscious, and she's shooting Ephraim these daggers <laughs> as she's dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> she is definitely his kid. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. It's something about like all I know is that that's a look that only means I'm going to kill you later. Yeah. <laughs> but so Eve, he also brings Lyria with. Well, but there's a moment be- only because I his love gun malfunctions. He's, he's, no, he left the safety ready. on. Yeah. He I, will. Uh, I'm calling him malfunction yeah. because he didn't plan on yeah, it. Yeah, he, he, he gets ready. Uh, Pull. Nothing. His omnivore scorcher oh, held to I her head, this. and it's going through his head, and he just he can't kill her because you know they've spent some time together. Yeah. So he's having trouble. It with would it. seem that our Tin Man does have. He a heart. does yeah. have a heart, and, and he goes yeah, to pull the trigger and. The safety's on. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I can't. That's a sign. He can't do it. Well, no, he's, he said, uh, I can't pull the trigger twice. So he puts it away yep. and just slings it over his shoulder and runs oh, out. Okay. Yeah. Was she unconscious or was she aware of that? She was paralyzed. Yeah. She no. could see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that she at least then. Come back. So she knows <laughs> he just tried to kill she her. She doesn't almost. know who he is yet. Yeah. She doesn't oh. know that it's Ephraim because he's wearing a mask. Oh, okay. So even but the, it's, it's kind of cool. Like from her, from Ephraim's perspective, uh, she's staring into his helmet and he's like, She's staring right through it. She knows it's me. Like yeah. it's yeah. the guilt is just watching yeah. through him. I really, I do really like. I, li- I like that. So even despite being all this gas that's knocked everyone out the crash, oh Kvax is awake still. Yeah, I know. Kvax just gets up and <laughs> just roars and goes nuts. And Dano, the poor little red, yeah, oh, just yeah, gets crunched. Crunched. He put, well, he put, yeah, like backhands Ephraim, breaks a bunch of ribs. Punches in Dano's head. <laughs> well, this is this. I mean, this, this is all. I mean, like, when old taking on a red. Yeah, but when they still. were on the ship. Uh, what's uh, Ephraim's Volga? Uh, Volgar. Ga. Volga. Volga. It's the accents in the audiobook. Yeah. Volga. Uh, tasers Kavax's uh, fox, so he's even more pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he, he's going to save the kids. He goes out there, just rocks some dude in the head. He gets shot through the chest. Yeah. Oh. And is still going. <laughs> that is he one is terrifying boy. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did it just piss him off more? Like, yeah. I get shot Eventually in the chest. He well, I'm going to kill yeah, him. Now. He's going full barbarian from D&D. Oh, okay. yeah. hurt him, he he's just going to go harder. That. Nothing hurts me until I die. But the other part here, after he, they do get away and mm-hmm. Vax does fall. Yeah, I'll they call it they right acid now, bomb the whole thing to destroy yeah. everything. Oh, down his body. Yeah, they melt his no, body yeah. with a plasma cool. rifle. Ooh. The kids no end evidence. up having to be cleaned, and they get their trackers removed, which I thought was a nice touch because I never would have thought that they would have tracked their kids. Yeah. No. I mean, Take the trackers, out, trackers and, out. And check them for, uh, what was it, uh, radiation signatures. They did every single thing that they had to do. You yeah. always get rid of the trackers. Always. <laughs> All right. So Whoa. people like insert trackers into their kids. Uh, yeah, and you the, should. And you then, sh- 
it's just tracking. Like apparently, that's the thing. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. No. I don't want to be tracking nothing. No, I agree. This is, this is <laughs> way too obscure. So, uh, part. <laughs> we're into part three, dust. But I think we can all agree that the Ephraim stuff. It that chapter was amazing. That was a very. Yeah, that was amazing. Finally, a God. payoff though of knowing what the plan is. Right. And I think that's part of it too. Knowing what the plan is and seeing how it actually worked out it's and seeing all of it. Especially oh, when you have. Finally. Especially yeah. when you have this many characters, I think yes. yep. it was passable when it was just Darrow, but now that yeah. there are four of them, it's getting, it's getting too it's, hard it's to just keep track of all. Of them. Four yeah. different perspectives, well, four different perspectives of like, okay, well, I know Darrow was going somewhere, <laughs> and yeah. the the other three. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, and the trouble is, is then all these characters are dropping hints on things, and then you're trying to keep all that connected. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. We're all alluding to stuff. Oh, good. Eph- Ephraim and uh, Lyria are in the same area. Good. <laughs> I know, and that's really good that they're actually together. That's easier to keep so. track of. Yeah. So I on know. to part three, dust. dust. I gotta pee. <laughs> Chapter 40, Lysander, the bleeding place. We get to him and... Cassius talking. And it's a nice little tender moment of those two right before Cassius is going to go fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we even get kind of this thing about, uh, isn't there some sort of flower? There's something with a flower. Uh, he's talking about his mom. Had Cassius's mom had given him a flower, and it was it like was, the uh, last time he'd ever talked to her, and he yeah, had it. Yeah, because I, I have written that it was very Germanic and Austrian to me, and I think it's... Yeah. Uh, what is it? Edelweiss. There's something yeah. about Edelweiss and giving him Edelweiss, which is like a German thing. Yeah. Mm. And he's remembering and the mistakes he's made. And Lysander, I want to open the safe. Lysander's <laughs> <laughs> really at this point, I want to open the safe. I want, I want, I want you safe. Right. Yeah. And Cassius, nah, I, I can't do that. Right. I want to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. But pro- and in his mind, Cassius is thinking he's failed. Yes. Keeping the center okay. safe. Then. Yeah. Was he tasked with keeping her safe, or is that just kind of... He kind of took it upon himself a okay. little bit I, I, I at so. the end of the trilogy. Okay. But So we get to the... The, the fight. The, the place. Oh. So Lysander the, watches on with Serafina as uh, they go into the... What is it? The bleeding place. The bleeding place. place. Yeah. yeah. The bleeding place. Um, Cassius wins this first duel. Oh. It's pretty awesome. Cuts off both battle. arms. Oh. And it's back and forth, though, too, because Bellafron has a different fighting style, too, that's not used to the mm-hmm. core. So, you know, there's cuts right. all over the place. They're both heavily wounded, but he does and get the win in the and end. he's not using a razor, mm-hmm. right? He's using the longer... The longer, like, pole. Yeah, it's like some sort yeah. of spear that okay. he's using. But it still does the same thing where it can, like, go limp and be a whip, but... It's longer, um... Yeah. Which, actually, that kind of disappears a little bit. I mean, I know they can go limp, but was it... Yeah. In the other books, there was kind of a big deal about them leaving it as kind of a whip and then, like, wrapping it around people and then, like, mm, we, kind we, of we get a, it We on. get a bit of it in, the, in these fights it, here. Yeah, there is yeah. a little bit of and that. And notice, Luke just cool. said fights. Plural. Yeah, because the mom Cassius, is... Cassius um, cuts through this entire family. Yeah. <laughs> the mom basically decides, okay, yeah, that was a duel with him, but your duel is with the whole family. So, next family member... Another family member goes in. Oh, Cassius? And, yeah, and, and Cassius... Kills another one. The, the, the hardest one to fight was the first one. Yeah. He takes, so, out, he takes out the second one in less time. The third one shows up, and he just decapitates him yeah. straight away. So it's yeah. just basically, a, well, you're apparently just going to kill the entire family now. And he's wounded and bleeding. He keeps hurting and hurting yeah, and right, hurting him more and more and more. Each family member inflicts more wounds on him okay. slowly yeah. over time, but he is just... I, I, well, I, don't, well, I, don't, he keeps I don't even he have keeps like an official number. Yeah. So, so, family yes. members. so yes. then, yes. <laughs> at the end, finally, Serafina jumps into the ring, and we do pull away from that for a second. They do one of those chapters. After breaks, yep. 
At that point, what were you thinking? Did, did you think Cassius was going to die? And, and if so, how did you feel about it? Well, at this point of it, I'm like, oh, Serafina's in there. Either she's going to be a really good fighter, or Lysander's going to get up and say, nope, I'll open it. That was my thought right there, is he's right. going to open the safe. But yeah, and as to Cassius dying, I'm like, oh, he suffered a lot of wounds, but if Lysander stops it, maybe he has a chance. I mean, well, his, his arc is kind of done. Yeah. It is. Well, Ly- Lysander will, you're right, in chapter 41, uh, Lysander Hart will not let Serafina kill Cassius. He jumps down and proclaims. When it's, I don't think he doesn't want either of them dead. Either one. Right. No, because he loves them both. Uh, so he proclaims his super long title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I am. Is this, well, and Cassius is doing his the entire time. Yeah. I am the morning star. I am the blah, 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 of house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The next one comes and he kills him. I am the morning knight. <laughs> you could kind of jump between all that and just do the action stuff, yeah. and you kind of get yeah. all of the. But um, Lysander says, "Bring the box. I'm going to give the thing and uh, give the code." And that's mm. basically and he, where and this he drops ends. his faux accent, starts speaking in his uh, lush Luna voice. Yep. I had or gotten posh, to know. I, I was pretty suspicious, though, even the first read through at this time that Cassius Cassius isn't dead here. No, nope, nope. um, but. Well, I figured it was coming. Yeah. yeah. I, I was pretty sure. So, the one other part that, you know, Lysander has always been, nope, I'm not going to do it. But also, like, in his mind, he's lost so many people before yes, that he yeah. can't lose anyone else. And that's part yeah, of why yeah, he still yeah, that, was his, that was his whole struggle. I've lost my grandma. I've lost this from and us. I, 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 stood I, and I hate this. I don't care that you lost yeah. Aya. That's fine. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> your I grandma hate, sucks. I Aya hate sucks. Aya. They all yeah. suck. But I understand where you're coming from, kid. Yeah, yeah. But I hate Aya. So yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. this is who I am. Bring me the safe. Let's go to Eve. Yep. <laughs> Back to Eve. 42 Eve. Always. So What was at, the name of this chapter? I didn't write it down for some Ephraim uh, makes uh, the drop th- of the kids to this guy named Gorgo or Giorgio. How do they say it in the thing? Giorgio? Gorgo? Giorgio? I don't remember. Giorgio Armani? <laughs> well, I was thinking with the whole synthwave things, oh, there's an early yeah. '70s synth band yeah. that's like Giorgio Giorgio Mulder, or yeah, Mulder. Mulder. yeah, or something. Yeah. Is this the Obsidian that he leaves him with, or is that that's the Obsidian that he? Le- it's not I the had, hand. I had it as more as no. Gorgo, just because I figured that was more like an yeah. Obsidian sounding name. Yeah. It does something sound. because it's more a little harsher, if you will. Yeah, uh, but Gor- uh, Gorgo will go with exposes one of Ephraim's guys, Sierra, mm-hmm. as being a traitor. And that the syndicate knows everything about Lyria. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I found interesting because Syria's being, you know, killed. She's the only one who actually took all my bribes. So he offered bribes to all the other members and they all turned him down except for this one. Yeah. I just found him weird. Why are you trying to bribe all these people that... Yeah. Yeah. But, but the syndicate is... We learn yeah. more about them moving forward. They're super... Tight, close knit. Right. Well, let's kind of gets out. And nobody yep. knows who anybody is. Let's kind of talk oh, about that okay. for like. So they're like a terrorist group almost. Uh, I'd say like black uh, market syndicate mafia type. Yeah, mafia. mafia. It's okay. the mafia. The okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just so uh, kind of as if people are listening and they kind of are kind of rusty or unfamiliar, we'll have rusty. to kind of like explain it a little rusty bit. Like yeah, red. That, that, that he brings these kids to the syndicate. The syndicate is who wants oh, these And that's kids. where the job actually came from yeah. in that sense. So. Right. At this point, I got a question. Yeah. I'm just looking at my notes here, and I know we said this earlier, and it's important. There's a debt owed, but Lyria somehow still manages to escape right. during this moment. Did... 
and again, I don't have it in my notes, so I'm asking, yeah, right. did Eve give her his gun or did she steal his gun? So this is where I it don't gets, remember right it now. It gets dark for me too because I, I don't. I actually, uh, my darkness on this part goes deeper than yours. I don't even know why she's there. Did he take her with? Yeah. He takes her right with, after the ship, yeah. Oh, he they, took they her were, with, they, and they he kind of like hit her somewhere and yeah, said, "Don't, move, all don't got, do anything." Yeah, they yeah. all got into yeah. this like I, I want to. I'm picturing a limo in my head. They call it like a ten passenger something. Yeah, um, and they drive to where the Duke of Hands is. Yeah, yeah. And, I thought she left her in the vehicle. Yeah, and, and, well, and she was paralyzed when he left her there. Yeah. Okay, so, so she got out. So he must have just left the. Well, you couldn't take a gun to the syndicate, no. right? No, they, right. you know you're gonna get searched for weapons, so the, he must have left it in the vehicle. Vehicle, and she, she grabbed, grabbed it. At some point. it yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, it had to be. I can't believe none of us remember I, this. Well, it's been a long yeah, time yeah. since we've well, read it. I think that's yeah, forever. It's been a long time. So anyway, Larry escapes, and somehow she also has Eve's gun at yes, this point. Exactly. She's spying on him. She which, actually knocks a pipe. Which let's go through all of the Lyria stuff. Yeah, street prey one. and lion guards. Uh, we have this whole the middle chapter of her running through the streets and avoiding kind of the uh, people who are trying to well, get she, her. She, she makes a noise. She has to ditch real quick. Yeah. These obsidians are chasing after her and she only gets away because she goes through a small vent that they can't fit through. Yeah, <laughs> right. Which is smart, you know. <laughs> Very. Yeah, yeah. And as she's running through the streets, she almost gets killed and raped by a bunch of reds too. Yes. But she yes. shoots the leg off one. Oh, yeah. so right. the gun, again, it's important. Mm-hmm. It's important. Shoots the leg off, but then I like how she throws it away and then realizes... Nope, need that. I'm gonna need those. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because like what? the well, the shock from her actually killing oh. essentially, you're shooting a guy's leg off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Is this the first? Oh, wait, <laughs> is this the first time she's ever like killed somebody? Or yeah, seriously, um, yeah, it's the first time she's ever killed somebody. But I would say it's, in some ways it's against character a little bit, just because, because she's been tougher. Oh god, yeah. at yeah. the she beginning of this, she was she was she tough has gone nails. through such. Tough say, if I remember right, like her stuff. entire family got yeah, more, like they were in that rebellion that kind of got. Crushed but she never, she never hurt really. anybody. She's, no, she's, she's a little. She just uh, survived. She's sassy. She's saved, actually oh, yeah. saved. Yeah, you know she saved Kavaks. Yeah, Kavaks. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't but then she realizes her best bet is to turn herself in. Right. So she turns herself into a watch, mm-hmm. and they call in support. And I really like this part though of the book. Of she gets the watch in holiday. Yeah, I was going to say this. Sister comes back. All right, we're taking Lyria. We're ready to go. And then. Who ends up showing up that causes all the problems? Do you remember, Bob? Victra. Victra. Oh, Pregnant <laughs> Victra in her armor. <laughs> and I like is her. appearing and she's pissed. And what I like how the line isn't there later? a mention about There's like maternity it, do they armor? make maternity yeah. armor? The, of yes, course they, they do. do. <laughs> and she's coming. <laughs> and that, I mean that I think that, that speaks to like peerless scarred. Oh, and yeah. like how uh-huh. tough they are. Yep. They make maternity armor. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it is terrifying. And then uh, uh, Kavax's wife comes too, Niobe. Yeah. The, everything's hitting the fan right now for yeah. Lyria's part of... Right. You're the only witness we have. We want you. Well, we want you. Well, we also want you. She can't be pulled apart in three pieces, can she? Yeah, and that's no, what it's looking really. like. Well, they could, no. but you're not going to get any answers then. Oh, um, no. And what I'm kind of finding is I, I'm very much more enjoying the team-up. Ephraim Lyria's team up mm-hmm. is better and when their stories are merged together like this yes. I'm liking it I didn't care so much about the build up of Lyria mm-hmm. I didn't really care with about her with Kavax so if there was a way to streamline that it'd Put be great because I love this all this stuff is what I'm really mm-hmm. digging yeah. you know yeah. but we have a, another break for 
tension. Well, let's go to Daryl then, let's since we haven't Darryl. talked about him in a while. A long time. Yeah, he exists. Time. Yeah, he's 45, so... Daryl Remember Enos. when he was the main character? <laughs> yeah. Now he's uh, one of them. <laughs> I, I, I have big hopes for uh, Dark Age this year. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Venus. I really like... Uh, the, he takes a weird step here yeah. and does a quick summary of the terraforming on Venus and how that mm-hmm. all occurred. And it's kind Ooh. of a poetic version it of is. how... It is. It's very cool. It's kind of cool, and I, I like the way they do that. Yeah, but her... Her days were so many of Earths. I and it almost they, oh sounds... Oh, my God. It was, and, and it was really cool, though. I don't know if I got it quite right, but it kind of sounded like they might have even bumped Venus into a different orbit. Like, the way it made me... So, is they something I mean, about they, pushed, sense, that they yeah. pushed her dance or something. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Something yes, yes. about pushing her dance, and I'm like, I don't know if they're writing its or axis it was, or... Yeah, it, it was either that the orbit was pushed back or that it was its uh, rotation was slowed. Yeah, one of one of them. Yeah, I, yeah that I, is so cool. It was, I wish... Yeah, because yeah, it talked about, like, how, like, the days and nights were so fast on it, and then it was slowed down to be more like her sister. Yeah. But but they talk about it in, like, a dance. Like, it, like they slowed her pirouetting or something yeah, and was... then pushed it into a... Huh. So I got the impression, yeah, they slowed it, spin, mm. maybe pushed it into a farther out, because Venus is pretty close yeah. to the sun. Yeah. So maybe they, they pushed it out so it's a little bit more temperate. I, I don't know. Yeah, but the, very cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. The beginning's talking about, like, the poisonous gases that fill its atmosphere. But that they get all, rid of all yeah. those... So that it's capable of, you know, yeah, and um, beautiful, yeah, beautiful. Their like plan here before the coup is they're gonna go to Apollonius's brother Tharsis, who sold him out. Yes, they're gonna go bring him some goods because he's a buyer, and <laughs> he's they're listing off all this booze, all the booze that they're bringing, <laughs> and he's at the beach swimming with some guests. Oh yeah, he's just it's sitting around with like moment. a bunch yeah. of golds, and isn't there pinks involved as well? I think there's, there's, there's they're like in the pool, involved. and they're all naked. He's like drinking like... wine out of somebody's navel. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a great body time. shots. That's as close to a boot scene as we get. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah there's. Uh, he's just living, of course, that decadent lifestyle of the idiot brother who's taken over everything. Man, I would love to be the idiot brother. <laughs> Some guys took over everything. Just yeah. relax. Just kind of do whatever I want. You would think that, and then all your guests die. Oh, <laughs> well, I like this. <laughs> Never mind. Because this is like a glass pyramid that's over the yep. ocean so that they can swim in it and everything. Mm. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So they capture Tharsis, kill all his guests, and they're good to go now. Oh. Hello, brother. Did Hi, brother. It's <laughs> kind of how it goes because then Hi, they go brother. into... 46, oh, the Brothers Wrath. Yeah, Brothers Wrath. Oh, universe, let's get out of here. Okay. <laughs> so Apollonius cuts off his brother's ear for betraying him. Ow. Do you and really then, want to be that brother nope, now? Nope, nope, <laughs> changing my mind. But then says, hey, hey, brother, we got to get together and unite here. You got, all, you got all several that'll turn that into a necklace real quick. He's like, you got to be careful. <laughs> it's true. But I kind of <laughs> like the harshness of this talk about Whoa. basically he's yeah. saying, hey, you never came after me. You never did anything for me cuts off his ear as a payment for that but then says hey you know what I'm not going to blame you brother because you were manipulated by the Ash Lord and we need to go after the person who tore our family apart Okay, join me as we go against the Ash Lord who the Ash but he lets them squirm a little bit can we talk about because again not everybody can pick up everything in a book and uh, this is a big hole for me and I don't know maybe I skipped over a section and didn't read it I don't know what's going on with Venus okay where Venus was the last holdout that Darrow and all his army couldn't take, but he gets in under the wire, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
to unite, and then they're going after the Ash Lord. But from this point on, it doesn't feel like there's this massive army on this planet so much as like when they assault so the ash lord is residing in this island fortress in a tower it's going to be protected by a bunch of rip wings but it just feels like you're on a planet attacking a fortress mm-hmm. not that you're trying to take down the last planet yeah that i think, I think it's, it's more these. so the armada surrounding it Okay. How does the Armada not get involved? Well, I mean, what well, we do learn later on. Right, they, she had it, uh, she was going after Darrow. And, but, but Mer- they, they, they are thinking they're getting in because of Quicksilver's ship and what, and what technologies it has. Mm-hmm. Right. That it's so small and so fast, it just slips right in and nobody notices. Yeah. Okay, and, and you're right, the, the entire fleet isn't at Venus at this point. Correct. That's we, don't, right. we don't know that yet. Though. We don't we know, know that, that yet, but yeah. So, the other part of it See, here. that's where the, like, not knowing what anybody's going, doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it's explained, like, when they talk about the, the Nessus and, like, what it has, like, oh yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll slip right in. We'll nobody, nobody yeah. Yeah. Right. And the Ash Lord, for three years, he's been missing. His daughter, Adelaide. Nobody's yeah. had an audience with him in three years. Who knows where she is? She's somewhere. Yeah. But their plan is to go into the dark zone. Very, mm-hmm. very and Daryl already is saying, I feel really weird about this. I feel really weird. Yeah. I'm real weird about this. Yeah. But we'll go to Gor- <laughs> we'll go to Gorgon Isle. I got a bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> so their plan, bring the army <laughs> to the dark zone. Hopefully store, storm the palace. We'll get yes. them. So let's switch chapters. Let's <laughs> switch chapters. Lysander, Lysander. Teeth and tears. <laughs> so Teeth and tears, eh? The first thing that happens here in Teeth and Tears is... Cassius, you know, he's basically dying, mm-hmm. but instead of Dido's people taking him, the Olympic Knights take him. Ooh. I personally, and I'm going to say this right now because the two of you are making comments about Cassius is dead, I'm calling he's not. Uh, I was waiting. I don't care. Got- I'm bringing it up right now because the Olympic yeah. Knights specifically take him. And, and later on... And he is an Olympic Knight. And he is an Olympic Knight. Yeah. Technically what of the core. an Olympic Knight. Picture it this way. The best. Yeah, okay. the best yeah. of the military. I thought that it's was the like scar, the peerless scar, peerless scar. There's yeah. peerless scar, not Olympic knights, really. Oh, yeah. so yeah. they're the best. Oh, iron, the best. iron gold is up there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, so okay. in my mind, since the Olympic knights specifically are taking him somewhere, I personally think he's still alive wherever it's at. And I know we're, I'm jumping early, but Olymp- that's Olympic knights only get replaced when one of them dies. I, I actually, wow. yeah, I actually like a, that you picked up on the Olympic knight connection, and that that'd be why. That's I think going to be the vehicle mm-hmm. for it. But I knew we never saw the body. We ne- Ly- Lysander is never. We're never given the scene of where, him with the body crying. Yeah, it, it, and you know, if, if, I, if Cassius, I is, if Cassius, Cassius is going to die, it'll be at Daryl's hands. Oh yeah, I I agree with that, and uh, I thought this. That that's what that character. Deserves. I think this is going to be one of the most poorest hid secrets or whatever surprises well, like Dark Ages or the third book. Cassius will come back. It'll supposed to be a big surprise. Well, but he's most not of the dead. internet who's read it has disagreed with this that he's not dead. There's oh. been a lot of forums about no Cassius is alive. Oh, that everybody well, has a lot of the internet is arguing. Yeah. No, which he is alive. Pierce Brown is a he'll know that, and that yeah. doesn't mean that he which will, could right. be good. Like if he could leave, if he leaves it out in Dark Ages, yeah. Like what would people think? Like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. Maybe they'll forget entirely about or it. Or three in some way shows yeah. a bot, or in some way shows a body in Dark Ages that might yeah. or may not end up being a body. Yeah. You know, that, I don't that know. That could be really cool. So I'd, I'd love a good twist like that. I do like. Now that I've given my little spiel there about that, a little early. I like that. They do finally open the box. And Serafina shows a hollow. Yeah. You know, just a little video and 
it shows that Daryl was the one who destroyed oh, yeah. the shipyards. Yeah. So, ba- so basically, the, sub- the rim thing. has come under under the, um, I guess, peace treaty mainly because it thought when you know Rock Rogue had done it, Rook. but now that they know Darrow has done it, now they are pissed. they are incensed to war against the mm-hmm. the inner planets. Mm-hmm. Okay. So war is war is on its way. I I do like all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and we are we are full on in the tailspin of crap mm. that is going to happen at the end of this book. Yeah. Boom. So uh, chapter forty eight again. I'm just going to reiterate what I said in yeah. my notes. I say I say Lysander walks around his cell remembering Cassius until he is brought word that he is dead. I see no body. I don't believe it. Yep. <laughs> well, and one of the things why going further on it, uh, Diomedes, the one who refused to fight, says I'll watch over. Cassius in surgery the whole time. Right. So that's another reason why I think, okay, he's, this one is honorable enough to not let anything happen. Yeah. So he's going to go there. And is, I'm going to pop, ah, shoot. I lost the train of thought because there's something about, is this where the, they talk about the body being stolen? Uh, in this, chap- says, in this chapter, in one of these chapters coming up, there's a moment where they say, well, Dido's followers have stolen the body. They're going to go desecrate it out in the oh, deserts. And that, yes. And that's yes. where I'm like, they're not desecrating too, it anymore. That seems a little yeah. too far. There's no way Diomedes would chase after him. And this, uh, I'm suspicious yeah, right yeah. now. Color me suspicious, if you will. Paul, Paul, and he's going to come back with his Benny Gesserit following. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello, but yeah, I have no idea. Calling it like we said uh, earlier. Uh, call, I'm going to call Personal, it that he yeah. is still alive, unless that Pierce Brown knows, knows that everybody that thinks that he's saying. like, oh, well, didn't bail that one enough. So I'm going to really kill yeah, him now. Yeah. He's yeah. 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 So I mean, anything's possible. Yeah. So, but let's go. We're now on to Lyria and the Daxos Holiday and Theodoro play good cop, bad cop. By interrogating them. I think it's just bad cop. I don't think there's really any good cop. I, th- I don't know. I thought there was a little bit of good cop They're here. preparing to torture her. Well, that's true. I don't think there's any good cop. <laughs> Mind the squids. Which, now though, at this moment, we finally get a return of one of the characters you've been clamoring about the whole book. Mustang. Mustang finally comes back. And, Virginia. Um, hey, Mustang. What are you doing? Indeed. Uh, yeah. We are not doing anything. Uh, that looks like torture. I think I told you not to ever bring those things out again. You don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oy, sorry, Sobrin. <laughs> so Mustang comes in and basically says, uh, you know, we, we can't be waterboarding around here. That's not what this is all about, mm-hmm. right? And so Who as we doesn't go, do a little bit of waterboarding? Every so day. in chapter 50, Let's after a long talk, they finally figure out who was meeting with Lyria. Mm-hmm. Holiday gives Lydia. a little laugh as she learns it's her brother-in-law. Yeah, what's, because what's the of the gun. Again, yeah. because of that gun, is there? Oh, are. I know exactly where that gun is from. It's from well, there's only so many of that gun made. They check the fingerprints. They bring up a picture of who owns it. What is? What? What's the matter, Holiday? Do you know him? Well, you could say that. It's my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> she, the 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 in the audiobook, the deadpan delivery that she gives is so uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Really good yeah, just deadpan. Cool. Yeah, uh, it's my brother-in-law. <laughs> So, but meanwhile, what's F doing? So in uh, 51. 51, we got Skyhook. And I I love oh, me yeah. a good Skyhook. Like, I love I love these, like, 
these elevators and things that go up. I, yep. I love to space. They're always cool for me. Good set pieces. So Ephraim and Volga end up part parting ways. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ephraim goes up to a skyhook terminal to take a shuttle, but there he is confronted by Holiday and Lyria. They want to know Lyria. who took those kids. Yeah. Ephraim g- gives up that it's the Duke of Hands. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do like though, which that al- but which also doesn't mean a whole lot. No, yeah, no, it's no, no, like you guys said, it's all about hidden. being hidden. They don't mm-hmm. even know who. Who knows who the Duke of Hands is? Do it, that's, you know? that, that's just our like a rank. It sounds yeah, like. it's just like a rank. Yeah. We don't even know okay, yet. Say, they, they, they only the they only figured out because Lyria is able to like. Identify something the about the cane. Oh, right. And that's well, a, yeah, the um, cane looks like an octopus. Yeah, or that's the, that's the image of the yeah. syndicate. Yeah, and I like how there's a deal being made. Virginia's not even there, but she gets the projection of herself, mm, and no. she doesn't like the deal, but she warns him. Well, either me, several, or Darrow's going to come to find you if you fail on this. Right. You better pray it's me. And Victor's out there somewhere. Vic- no. <laughs> yeah. Victor just terrifies me. Maternity armor running oh, around. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah. Um, but basically, they've set him up. Okay, Ephraim, you're here. Wear this transponder. You're going back to the Duke. Find hands. the kids. Find okay. the kids. Yeah. Right? So, uh, Darrow, 52, host of the Minotaur. Apollonius makes a speech. Um, again, I'm going to pound on this one. Uh, he refers to Lucifer and a fall from grace. Oh, you mean like a falling feather? So again, I'm going to go with the cover being <laughs> Lucifer yep. and not necessarily Icarus. Um, yeah. Oh, he, shoot. I remember what I was going to do for my intro now. He's seeing it. He even refers to his men as dark devils roused to take the head of the Ash Lord. Yes. Um, in a lot of ways, I believe that this uh, Darrow is taking on the aspect of he is Satan uh, released from the pit mm-hmm. and oh. coming coming after the Ash And Lord. the other part to remember here that that's Darrow still, and that his still doesn't make the cover any less Daniel. That's not what I was going back. <laughs> to. The cover is still Daniel. Still. That's not what I was going back to. Burning hearts of fire. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that's, that's so I'm going to make go a quick away. side note that now that I remembered. <laughs> my original plan for my intro was I was going to play a game with Bob called Bob. Romance novel cover or fantasy <laughs> cover? <laughs> and I forgot about it until just now. You told me about that too. I forgot. I forgot. Oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, one of the things that is interesting at this point is Darrow and the Howlers are still kind of hiding themselves. That oh. They're not Howlers so that Apollonius's men don't realize that. Apollonius knows. Right. But no one else of his men know. Okay. So we have this two-pronged attack going on. I just on. don't care that they're howlers. Yeah. Yeah, kind of how he yeah. does it, yeah. And, Sorry. Uh, Bob, oh, since since you really loved her little stowaway <laughs> moment, his niece is a gunner. Yeah. So she's a gunner in this battle. Cool. <laughs> she finally earned her keep. <laughs> you were ten years older than her. <laughs> <I. laughs> she's, she's doing her job that she's been training for. Again, un- <laughs> unnecessary narration. Now this is slowing down the book. I don't care that the stowaway girl is now a gunner. But <laughs> but she got promoted. <laughs> but in I the think, it's I, a, it's I, a, I think I mean I will, if you're the, a towards, YA reader, you can put yourself in her spot. <laughs> towards, the, towards the end of the or at at the end of the book, I know why. Well, well yeah. she's going to be a big character in the next book. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, she I think will, so too. Yeah, I sure. agree with you. So fifty three and fifty four. Uh, War God and Wrath of the Republic, they flow very well together. Mm-hmm. Because oh, now we finally get to the assault cool. on the beach, and 
lunch tubes. And they have mini nukes. And this is all just epic. Let's Paul, go you love a good mini nuke. I love mini nukes. Yeah, Fallout. Super oh, Fallout. I love myself a little. I mean, you've got fat big boy. fat, fat boy. Fat yeah, you've fat got like what, two boy, squadrons yeah. of star shells are meeting in midair. They're like grappling with each other and falling. Uh, Darrow and his men end up hitting the water. They're like, I guess uh, I didn't. Oh, Pierce Brown, you brilliant bastard. Oh, he is so good. Uh. I, they can go underwater <laughs> and do the whole thing. Okay, I knew that the star shells, when they're in their armor, could go underwater, but they're like zooming through them like. Like they're torpedoes. Like they're like well, Iron Man. Like just just with the way the pod has been, the way they've been launched, I think that still has something to do with mm-hmm. it and the trajectory of it. Right. But, but yeah, and then it starts to go really bad because the golds mm-hmm. from Venus arrive and bad things happen. And there's one moment I love it where if you pop that can right in front of you, where <laughs> I think Daryl he gets a sniper shot. Uh-huh. And then they just launch a mini nuke at the one sniper. Yeah. <laughs> There's I mean, one sniper out there. Nope. How dare you? Pretty I, awesome. That's one that way great. to efficiently kill a sniper is just nuke them. Then and I think it's several specifically kill. who does that, yeah. too. It's true. Uh, no. I mean, um, you don't need to get another sniper to take it. It's just efficient. And I do love, though, I mean, but things, you're, you're right. Things mm-hmm. go bad for Daryl, where eventually he is on the ground. He's got this giant vibro axe or whatever coming into his chest piece. And the way he writes it, it's like he's, like, burying it in the chest piece and then, like, cranking <laughs> it to, like, you should have gone for the head. <laughs> he pushes yeah. him off. And then, okay, then <laughs> he's going to scalp Darrow. Like, he puts the knife to Darrow's head, and he's starting, he starts oh, scalping him. So, so the blood up. is, like, running in curtains down his face. Mm. He's going to rip off his scalp. It is, oh, my God. But then, oh. but then finally, Apollonius and his men arrive, and yeah. they start to clear it up a little bit. Yeah, he's which, saved from being yep. scalped, so Daryl oh. was not scalped. Which allows... Gonna gonna, a I was going to say, that's going to leave a bad He's now got a five head. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so now we get to have several Daryl and Apollonius go in to find the Ash Lord, and the rest of them are going to hold their own. Pierce Brown, don't make me wait so long and for a we're scene going like to. that in the next book. And but that's because we have to jump God. back to Lysander. Well, well, we More action. Have a little chat. More action, you, you brilliant um, son of a gun. This is where, even though I've... I've been a pretty big defender for the Sanders chapters. Yep. For this, I thought these next couple were could have been cut. I, I, I you could bloody throw these ones in the bin. Unless something's gonna pay off in the next book, I don't get the don't extra. Well, so Romulus, who was the former leader yeah, before Romulus. his mom over before his wife overthrew him. Yep. His mom says, "Could you go rescue him? I'll, I'll send my obsidian with you." And then the obsidian tries to kill them. Yeah. Right I, after and. Yeah. I, these next two chapters, Requiem and War of Dragons, I yeah. especially in a these book are the two big. where I'm sorry I can't, I can't. I'm yeah. sorry I can't defend them this time. Yeah, this, I really this, can't. This book is thick. So basi- basically, yeah. what is what is this? <laughs> this is um, frick you're thick. <laughs> yeah, but but she wants uh, Lysander to help her mm-hmm. in a betrayal slash overthrow hey, of no, Dido. Okay. And but you kind of are left thinking that Lysander's going to do it. Lysander doesn't. Instead, he goes to Dido yeah. and spills his guts and says the whole plan, like, hey, you're... Is that her mother-in-law? Yeah. Her mother-in-law... I think it's mother-in-law. Yeah, mo- your, your mother-in-law is trying to betray you, and she tried to get me to do it. Um, it I guess smart move, dark move. Smart move, but... Not I didn't really care needed. about it. Not, especially yeah, not the place. And especially the place. after that battle we were just through, I'm yeah. like, okay, I, what's going on with the Ash Lord? What's going on with Ephraim? I don't care about Lysander talking to an old hag. Yeah. 
And I will I will constantly bring it back to the first book in this series. Oh yeah. And those um institute battles were just amazing. Oh. And but but then you just you followed it up by continuing. But they constantly built to something else, else. that yeah. you just you you felt you couldn't hardly catch your breath in that first book. And that's where I feel a bit of this. And this you're constantly somebody's putting point of view, yeah. Somebody's constantly putting their hand over your mouth. You're constantly being choked by a pillow. <laughs> Here, you see this. Now you see it again. Now you yeah. don't see it. Now you see it. Now you don't. I, I mean I mean I don't maybe it's like some weird little like writing trick blessing in disguise. Maybe. I would call it, it could be where Red Rising, I couldn't put it down. Yeah, I agree. And this one gives you a break. I, like You maybe. can constantly put it down <laughs> and I come back later. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, go to sleep. Look, yeah, you have work in the morning. Yeah, I right? Like, That's true. I don't like books that always end a chapter with like that yeah. cliffhanger, cliffhanger to another thing. No. It's... I want a book that will sit there and you know. I don't know. You know, I, I don't idea, know but that. But at the same time, have a cliffhanger at the end. Like, I, I don't know that book when it was cliffhangers. It was just like, I don't want to stop. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I know I'm just following Daryl on this roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, it's it's giving you breaks. I agree. But yeah. Like, so the only thing I mean, really, yeah, of, yeah, it is screwing up the pacing. The only thing yeah. really of note in these two chapters for me is that Romulus has his trial tomorrow because they're yeah. trying to figure out if he knew that Daryl lied to him. And that Serafina has a moment where maybe it was that her mother sent her into Lysander's room. So maybe there wasn't sexual tension. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe it's all a ploy. But those are really the only thing of notes for me before 57. I agree. 57, 58, we're back to F, all right? And so Ephraim is one bad mamma jamma. Is that what you wrote? That's what I did. He he breaks into the Duke of Hands place and Fs him up with a bone saw. Nice. (laughs) But I like this because... He's got this big, what is it, a tank of, like, ants and everything. Like, there's kind of a, a lot of nice scene building here things, yeah. uh, that is going on. But, yeah, in the end, uh, he ends up with a bone saw, like, cutting his hand oh. off. But then he realizes, like, isn't he in the middle of cutting off so, his hand? He's like, oh, wait, to get to where the kids are, though, like, he needs both a, a voice print and, like, a, a retinal scan. And it's like, oh, i got to keep you alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, so with me. I really like how he actually set this up, though, because mm-hmm. he meets with the Duke, but he's blindfolded, so he can't know where how he got to wherever he is. Right. Could be hours, could be minutes of how long, whatever. But he's got, since F, as we've talked about, is this gay character, right. homosexual, and he uses that to his advantage in this moment, where he tricks the Duke into, ah, nope, you can leave your guards behind. They don't want to watch what we're about to do to each other. Yeah, no, he I does. Thought that, he I thought that was yeah, very well played yeah, of he's yeah, using yeah. this to, nah, your guards really don't want to be here. They shouldn't be here watching this. You, you, and your, you and your long cane. Was okay. <laughs> and the guards are gone, and that's how he finally gets to that bone saw. And has oh. he's, he's a very handsome he's very, older gentleman. He's got the little why don't little you gray give, at the temples? Why don't you give me that reciprocating saw? I uh oof. <laughs> oof. So No <laughs> 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 so, Nope. Be after, thankful you can't see what Bob's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so after the he uses the sexual tease to threaten to cut his hand off, start realizing they get to the vault, rescue yeah. the kids. Okay, I'm ready. Where are you? Uh, I'm two hours away from you guys. 
Yeah. He's two hours away from all backup because of how far away they've been moved around. And the fact with, I really like the hood that they put on where it distorted time and everything. So he had no idea. Very very cool. I like that. The kids are very calm throughout most of this, which I think is really cool. And I love how Ephraim takes the time because basically where the kids are in is like Smaug's like... Treasure, treasure hoard. Yeah. And he even takes the time as he's leaving to like roll up a painting. <gasps> oh, because he was the insurance adjuster. I knew that was stolen. I had a claim. Oh, that's on right. This. That's right. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's a great moment as he's get, as they're getting out of the vault. Yep. Son of a <laughs> I knew it! This is mine! Ha! Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, but then okay, that's and good. then you know we like get that. he gets to the standoff. They've got the Duke. Okay, let me out, or the Duke will die. And Gorgo the Obsidian. Okay, he kills the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgo uh, just kills the Duke. Just uh, it's fine. Uh, 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 big mistake. And they start the plan all flying away, flying away, right? And Ephraim ends like, up. What's, what's, okay, when does <laughs> Ephraim all of a sudden starts calling Severo's daughter Hatchet Face? Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> true. Hatchet <laughs> Face and Half Breed. Yeah, <laughs> does this come? Does it come something from when he's she's staring daggers? Probably like, like you're an intense, oh, probably, intense probably. kind of. Oh, how, how old are these kids? Ooh. Like, Ooh, I want to say they're in their like a teens, like 13, 10, 14. So are they? Yeah. They've had like they know their. Parents I don't remember. Kind of like uh, I think I, Pac, Pax is the oldest. Yep. He was born at the end of Morning Star. Morning Star, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that was. 10-ish years ago. 10, okay. yeah, 10, 15 years ago. I think that's ago. what the whole marketing thing was. This is 10 years after. Because, yeah. like, I'm just trying to yeah. think, are the, how trained are they? Because I'm assuming... Uh, we like are shown in the beginning, like, a yes. scene with Pax. And Electra. And Electra. They're, they're, they're fighting. Yeah. So. Okay. so decently. Arya Stark. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so. But, so they plan to fly away. They've got the ship. And Ephraim calls hey. uh, Mustang. Cool your jets, hatchet face. <laughs> I'm going to call you mum. I... I <laughs> I mom, Not your mom, I, your I, mom. I got your kids. I got your kids there. I'm flying out. Hey, I'm following that. And then, like, is, is it during that call that it gets hijacked by the... Uh, no, it's during the next one. Well, next we one. we have a break for tension. <laughs> because we've got to go to... Lyria. 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 Uh, forgiveness. So Lyria is watching and is surprised, like, watching Ephraim leave on the, on the ship. Yep. Right? She's watching it from a distance. And she's surprised that she's actually happy that he got away. So she's not holding necessarily a lot of anger against him. No. But she ends up talking to Mustang. Mustang forgives her. I mean, there's nothing you did wrong. You got used. Da 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 da. So here's what Mustang's what's blaming the Ash Lord. So I guess if this was a movie, there'd be TNA because then Lyria takes just a hot, steamy shower. Oh, okay. But as she's stepping out through the steam, comes a really disturbing picture, like a a brown, a brown. Uh, actually, my 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 notes are just dumb. Something. Uh, a, a ugly brown woman sticks her with a needle in the chest. Oh! And they talk about her weird hair and like two moles or yeah. something and like all kinds of weirdness. But so what you would normally see in a gym. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you ever, if you ever go to a gym, you know there's always that one weird old person that's Much just more walking low, around low buck hanging, naked, low hanging balls. <laughs> Bob, you, you want to finish your thought? You always yeah, know there's one of them. Oh no! I don't know. That that was my so thought. So <laughs> one of the things that so it ends up being their line at the end is House Barca sends their regards. Right. Which is a shameless steal almost from Game of Thrones, yeah. where the Boltons say House Lannister sends their regards, yeah. and then he kills someone at the Red Wedding. 
So another moment of taking things from different things. Uh, and, and you know, I mean, that, and that's not just Game of Thrones. That's just kind of like yeah. a trope. Yeah, I would say it's but true. the fact yeah. of how recently though that it's been. I was going to say there's a lot of stuff that like, where I, again, and I am speaking completely out of my butt, but I do get an impression sometimes that he is he uh, consumes as an author an, an awful amount. an enormous amount of pop culture, yeah. and that it is coming out in his writing, whether intentionally, intentionally or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Who, that that whole like whoever sends the regards is just a very bad hitman trope. Yeah, and yeah. true, true. No, you're you're right with that. But so uh, and there's just doesn't say anything. Yeah. Just kills. Yeah, him. and there's Lyria's final chapter. Uh, Good. <gasps> I'm okay so, with that. She did it. We don't know. Well, she She's got stabbed with a needle. Dead. She'll be fine. She's, She's not, not dead. dead. So not 60, dead. Darrow, Ashes to Ashes, which we did as our intro. Yeah, we did this one as this our intro. intro. I like this intro. This yeah. was a fun one to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ashes to Ashes, will we all fall down? No. No, we will not all fall down. Three of us will <laughs> still be standing. Ashes to Ashes, dust to dust. Burn the Ash Lord. Done. Ash Lord, you mean nothing to us. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> true. Because he was nothing. So, um... This is pretty cool stuff. I don't know, but I mean, we did it as an intro, so I don't know what else we got to say besides yeah. it's awesome that he, they find the Ash Lord. He's an old, weary man that's on life support. And I was poisoned him three years ago. And yeah. you know what, what, I was, what I was saying to Paul uh-huh. before we got into this because he hasn't read the book, it, it's, he's very Mr. House from New Vegas. Yeah. Mm. Just this corpse of a man, barely held together. Apollonius did this to him, and he, he's been doing nothing this entire time. It's been his daughter. And, yes. And this is like, it, all of a sudden, like, it clicks. I'm like, oh, the Ash Lord and his furies. Yeah. I remember yeah. them. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> right, his right. furies. It's, yeah. They should have said furies. Yeah, right. why did they, why they, they, they probably that? They probably they do did, at one point in this chapter and stuff. It just didn't In the very right. first Adelantia, chapter, they brought up a fury is watching, but that was about yeah, it. Yeah, Atalantia, his daughter, is the final remaining fury, and she's the one out there truly pulling the strings and just, you know, she has Daryl's number. Right. She yeah. knows what he's going to do. She's been probably studying him for ten years. I feel like Darrow is not that complicated of a guy from what I've He is he's, a master he's, not, he's a no. master tactician. Yeah. Okay. He that is all he did in the for, the, the previous trilogy, which is outsmart everyone. Oh right. Yeah. right. Um so then we we do move on to Lysander again for his final chapters. So yes. sixty one through sixty three Romulus is found guilty of treason like they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he admits to it. Yeah. And destroying extra copies of the hollows. Because because he knew that Darrow had destroyed the docks ten years ago. Mm-hmm. He kept it from the people. So he believes that they cannot go against the might of the other colors and begs mm-hmm. them to stay far from war even after his death. Mm-hmm. He asks Lysander to seek gold unity and save the world's. And Lysander allies with Dido. Yeah. So, so one of the things, so when he's sent, Romulus is tried for treason, and the sentence is death. And I really like the death scene. Oh my god, oh. that's so cool. So, Paul, yeah, you've admitted to treason, okay? Yeah, and this is your honorable death. We're gonna let you go <laughs> and walk unprotected. You get death or exile. Which is both. Death. <laughs> yeah. death by exile. Death so, by exile. Oh, so <laughs> exile by death. So you have to walk in the unprotected air of this moon. Ooh. And your main goal right now is to reach the fate of your ancestors and the tomb. Mm-hmm. And he tries as hard as he can, keeps moving. You're slowly freezing. You see yeah, as your body's yeah, freezing up. Moon of fall down, oh, try right. to get up again, and then 
Oh God! What is that? Does it make it to it? the honorable? And, and the, the, what they're, they're counting, counting the steps because the it's so steps. many steps to get there. And it's he. He, it, it's, he starts it's, well. Wow. He starts really well. It and you're sounds like, he's like got there's it. an incline toward the end, mm. and he's making it up, and he falls and slides down, oh. and he tries to get up, but it, it's described as like he's trying to pick himself up on this blackened hand. So it's just gnarled with yeah. frostbite and it doesn't work and he just falls over and he dies. It's like, and that's it. That's a good That's a good. It is really good. It's a good ending to this Lysander thing, but I think we're setting up ourselves a really good foil for Darrow or whoever in the next book. I mean, this mm-hmm. is going to be our rise of our bad guy mm-hmm. but an empathetic bad guy we're gonna like Lysander which is I, which is the best bad guy this is the best kind oh. yep I, mm-hmm. I agree nope. uh, our last chapter with Ephraim 64 Locust Queen yeah he's dying because of how bad he's been hurt during yeah. this whole thing, and the queen of the syndicate okay. takes over the ship. Yeah, which yeah. he basically, basically tells <laughs> her just, f off. Nice, <laughs> and she goes, "Ah, uh, good idea. Ooh, I'm taking your ship now." And I like this because <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he says f off and tries to hang up, and it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't have control of the ship. He's like, "Oh god!" <laughs> so he crawls into the back, and what he got grenades or something, and he's he kind of lines them up in the back of the he's, vehicle. He's super wounded, so he's popping the Zola dome. Yeah, three <laughs> like, of them. He's popping three solid He can't feel his legs, and he's just like, uh, bumbling to the back of the ship, scoops up a bunch of grenades, goes to a cooler in the back of the yeah. ship. Yeah. Pull, puts them down, pulls one pin, throws it, runs back to the front, goes, hold on, kids. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> right? Because they figure they'll have a better chance to survive the crash than being brought back yeah. in the and ship. And so oh. either probably just... Probably survive the crash or definitely die when you land there. So basic, basically, they're in those the crash nets that yeah. we've talked about. No. Does uh, he kill himself? No, basically? Um, I sure hope this. I sure hope this ship has uh, crash webbing. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. That's so that's it may not come out. Um, <laughs> but, and that's where we leave him. So we don't know until yeah, the so next that's book. His, Ly- so we've L- had Lyrius hung up. Lysander's hung up. Lysander's joined the other side. Ephraim's hung up. Yep. Daryl final. Daryl the final one. The rending. Darrow disables uh, the bomb in Apollonius's head, letting him full go. on tailspin, ready to crash. Yep. Right now, everybody in this book. Yeah. Uh, he he does not join several back to limit. There's one thing that, oh, I, that I'm sad about oh. is the 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 rend oh, oh. the rending between is him and several. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, so several going back. To Loon to try to save because Severo has become oh, a snaps on Darrow becomes a family man. He's like, I'm going back for my kids. Well, why aren't you? Like, he's why so you pissed. Like we did this for nothing. Like I left my family behind. And he's yeah. like, you didn't have to come with. Of course I had to come with. So, <laughs> I always come with you. I always come with you. Like, <laughs> like, like the, my thing. Like the good little dog that I am. And he, like he's having like this self realization moment. Yeah. He goes and gets on the ship. And it's Daryl. It's Daryl yelling, "Severo, Severo!" And he doesn't turn around. He just goes in the ship. It's like, oh, oh god, oh. yeah, I, I agree. Oh. So oh. he's off to Loon and Daryl's going to head. He's going to travel to so Mercury long. with others Mercury to, stop to, to stop Atalantia, which that's where the fleet is at. Mm-hmm. You know what? What fleet is he taking? Is what is his? I guess is this he's a plan? So oh, way shit. back in yeah. the first chapter, him and his fleet took over Mercury. So that fleet is still there trying to finish out the last remnants. So then when he came so back, he's he left. So he's going to, com- to so command the fleet that's That there. is currently belonging to the Senate. Okay, so he's going to so, have to take it from them. In, in a way. sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's many. Okay. And he's going to try to go there to warn, hey, uh, look up. Yeah. I think there's he's probably going to be too late, though, at this point. Because like know. the Ash Lord says, 
Uh, you think I'm going to tell you my plan? I expect you just to die. Well, it's hard because there's all this talk. <laughs> there's all this talk at the end that he is going to become. I that he is become die, the Reaper. <laughs> there's all this talk that he has become the Reaper. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't oh, know how that's going to work. I don't think he's going to get there. On I, time. That, that was that I I I loved because it's it's one of the last sentences of this book. Like he lets yeah, his to, rage run. Free. Yeah, he he puts Darrow away and takes out the Reaper. Like it's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, back. it's it's Darrow. It's his niece. And I think Alexander goes with on this one too. Lauren's that, grandson. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there's just a couple left who are going on this. Yeah, and it's yeah no, it's uh, yeah most of his like top um, howlers, howlers went yeah. with Severo. For sure. And as reference, we still don't know of the howlers who betrayed them and told about the negotiators way back in the beginning parts True. of this book. True. So mm-hmm. for all we know, the traitors with him or the traitors still yeah, with So this just ends on such so, a low oh, note. Oh man, I can't believe it. All right, so that is the end of Iron Gold. Finally, sorry Finally. everyone. <laughs> it took us a while. <laughs> took us a while. Unless you're listening to this a year from now, in which case, uh, they're back to back. Thanks back. for tuning in. <laughs> Now we're good at Um, doing these back to back. Yeah, we're probably all the way like we're waiting on the third book. Oh yeah. So let's go around the table, uh, maybe without Paul. (laughs) I can say with Paul. Uh, For for those of us who have read the book, uh, what are your thoughts? Your final thoughts on on Iron Gold, Neil? Well, as I was saying a little bit earlier today, we have a lot of that world building for the next saga here and that's mm-hmm. a lot of chapters 1 through 34 35 yeah that was really hard to get through and it's a slog and i understand why uncle clob pretty much said this is too boring i'm done right sorry well, that is kind of a clob thing to do well, <laughs> it's, it's it's what he said that's what i also believe that he would have done because yeah. it is it is a lot of world building and the fact of trying to balance the four point of view characters mm-hmm. is very difficult in those first he stages sent through us through six dragon lance books <laughs> <laughs> he even gave, like four spicy potatoes to one <laughs> shout out to ted <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. I, I understand. Possibly read Iron Gold. Uh, but so, Dragonlance be coming back in the summer? <laughs> <laughs> One of these times I'll get through my own thoughts <laughs> without ever being interrupted. <sighs> nope. Probably no, not in this not, podcast. Not on this podcast. But anyway, <laughs> once we get to those moments where things, and we actually know the plans start to take off, the yeah. book got much more enjoyable, much faster paced, and it made me care a little more for Lyria because of how she got used. Made me care for Darrow of, okay, what's he going to try to do by himself now? No Severo is a fall net. What's Lysander going to do? Because I still don't trust that he's on Dido's side after all this. Yeah. Is Cassius still alive out there? Is Eve going to save the kids? Or is Eve going to be the dead right off the bat of the next book? Mm. Who knows? So I am pretty excited going forward with Dark Age coming out relatively Hopefully within a couple in months. July, I Maybe don't know. We saw after the final the, draft manuscript. After the editor sees that manuscript, uh, it's going back to be chopped up a bit. So, I do, if you have read the first three, I do recommend this. If for some reason you grab this book first, put it back, grab the Stop. other ones. <laughs> Not that anyone would ever do something like that. Well, well. Well, that's why I said it. <laughs> so, I give it a recommend. If you want to continue the series, keep going. It mm. is enjoyable. They've set some nice things up in the next book and probably into book three. And yeah. admittedly, I'm going to say this now before we ever get to books two and three of this part of it. I think he should be done after this third book of this new series. Yeah, exactly. And that is my own yep. thought. Yep. As we'll probably read more through later, maybe that'll change, but that's where I currently stand I, right yeah. now. Yeah. Luke, what about you, sir? 
Well, <laughs> so here we are. Book four. I didn't get to do this earlier. Book four of the Red Rising trilogy. <laughs> Iron Gold. Trilogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> book yeah. four. <laughs> book four of a trilogy. We totally screwed yeah, that we, up. No, it's, right. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, I did it. I did it. Uh, <laughs> um, God, yeah, I, I can't. If you've if you've read, you know, even one, even if you just read the first Red Rising book, yeah, plow through and get to this book. Oh, for sure. God, it's, I mean, nothing, nothing ever will be what the first book was. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was such a ride. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I still, I, I, maybe it's, uh, you know, nostalgia. I don't know what it is, but I remember just being glued to that book. I remember... My jaw dropping open, having such a good time. Right. That first trilogy was awesome. The way it ended was awesome. This book, I think, you know, it is different, and it, you know, it doesn't have enough Darrow for me. Mm-hmm. But makes sense. what Pierce is doing, I think, is the correct way to explore the fallout yeah. of Arising. And I do like that it has the balls to, you know, end in such a crappy place i it's you know it's it's not hitting that like cookie cutter you know the like the star wars mm-hmm. uh cookie cutter trilogy where you know the first book is you know the good guys winning the second book is like Double. crappy and then like the third book is redemption yeah i i'm really and especially with the next one being called dark ages mm-hmm. like if it's just like a constant like grounding of our heroes and then, then in the third book they rise again right That'd be, I, I'm just so excited for what's coming in the future. Of course, I recommend this book. This is like one, this is my favorite literary universe. Yeah, cool. Of course, I, I, I'm biased at this point. I recommend it. I'm having a great time. Bob, ground ground us maybe. No, I don't, I don't know. No, because Neil was very ground. Yeah, I think so. I, 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 I'm the I'm the fanatic here. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I could have said it better than you did because I'm in agreement with a, a lot of what you said. Nothing can be better that, for me than that first book and maybe even that oh. first trilogy. But that first book was Second so book. amazing. <laughs> Oh, you no. like this? I like the second better person. Oh wow! Um, so I've heard that there's people who like this book better than the first trilogy. No, I, I don't understand it. Um, that that first trilogy is amazing. I, I, I am doubtful I will ever like any book as much as I like the first Red Rising book. That first Red Rising book is amazing. I just recommended it to a student today in <laughs> class. You know, by what she was reading, I'm like, "Have you read Red Rising by Pierce Brown?" <laughs> there, Go get it after there, that. There, and then you plug the podcast. Didn't there, you? There's <laughs> oh no, oh no. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many students come into my office like holding a Red Rising book, and then I just like hold them in my office for an extra half an hour to talk. To them. Yeah, exactly <laughs> about it. It's it's a fantastic book. <laughs> Illegal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not detaining them. Yeah, but um, but this book, uh, I think my my problems with it have come up. I, I mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Lyria, the Lyria storyline. Although once she unites with Ephraim, I really like that stuff. Um, I I love the Ephraim storyline. Uh, Lysander, I think, will be good. There is his a lot of his parts drugged for me as well. I I think you're right, Luke, in what you said about this is the correct thing to do with your universe. Once you've established the rising, I think the correct thing is to take a bunch of characters and then live in that universe and and check out the fall. Because I don't know if we were still with Severo, Mustang, and Darrow. Would Especially it still like work? They, they won the war. They're living high on the yes. log. So like, like what, what we said at the beginning during Tavern Talk when we were talking about what happens when mm. universes get too stretched out, then do they lose uh, a lot of their, um, I don't know, their fortitude or, 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 or how gr- what made them great and gets and, and, watered and down. And he 
uses Lyria for you to catch up with those characters that you loved from the first book, like right, the, right. the Talamani. She's kind of a she's kind of just a fill in for Darrow. She's basically kind of doing a, a mini Darrow rise. You know, literally mini. Yeah, literally, yeah, literally mini. Um, she's like three feet tall in my head. Like, I, don't, I don't actually I, know how tall she I is. I picture the red's like five feet. I just keep picture, picturing the girl from Brave. Merida or whatever her name is. But um, but because uh, man, the the thing that I do hate the most, I guess, is I shouldn't say hate because there's nothing I hate. Um, but when we do get Severo and Darrow, even what you said, the last chapter of this book, when Severo and Darrow are parting ways, I should have choked up. Um, this book is so light on Darrow and Severo mm-hmm. and what made those other books so great Yeah, that there's no emotional weight for that moment for me. The things that happen with Darrow are just like push pins in a map, tenuously holding together just this strand of his... Story yeah, and maybe, that's going that through this book, and I needed yeah. more of the characters that I really love. Like Darrow is God. I want Darrow, yeah. and I want Severo. I I'm worried because if it was a trilogy about just them, it might get screwed up. But when they appear in this book, I I'm left with this aching for like how great they were and how most of these characters, with maybe the exception of Ephraim, are not living up or as great. There's not the moments of gut-wrenching, like, oh, from this book that I had with that first trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I guess you can't go home again. Um, But that being said... You know, this is still an awesome book. There was there was so many times that I'm just like, if we were to star rate it, like the other books, I think when we were, used to be writing them, I think I gave like the first one like five, as high as we could go or whatever we're doing. And then from there, I think I took it down like half a star or something. Yeah. This one I would definitely put, if we're going on a five stars, like this would be a four for sure for me, you know, but it's definitely losing that top star. Maybe even a three and a half, I could go as low as that, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is great, and again, it, that is only within this series. You can't hold it up to what I've said about Dragon. Oh, Lance that's right. They're very, from what I've heard, <laughs> it is very well. different. Very, they are very different. Like they're very. Know. This is this is really good writing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and so uh, everything about this is pretty tight and awesome. Uh, it's just being quibbly and and stuff. Yeah, you know, which is what we do. Because that's who we are at Dungeons and Dweebs. Hey, is. if you want to give us a shout out, <laughs> <laughs> hit us up on our Facebook page, Dungeons and Dweebs. Hit us up on our Twitter, Twitter, Luke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luke? Yes, uh, we're on Twitter at D and Dweebs with a Z. Yeah, and we're going to be trying to be more active now yeah. as we're hitting the summer. We're on, on YouTube Facebook. and, uh, <laughs> hint, hint, hint. We're also on Twitch. I don't know if you guys knew that. We're not doing anything on there, but I claim the username. We're on Twitch. Uh, As reference, oh, the dweebs, we don't have an Z on the end there. Oh, we're we still don't. an S. Oh. We're <laughs> just Oops. making sure. Sorry, folks. Yeah, we're at, supposed to have a Z. What are you talking about? No, he just I said, said at dweebs with, it's d- d- with d- the Z. Oh, I'm we sorry. don't have one. I'm s- it's been so long. He saw his favorite YouTuber do that. No, And hopefully soon, check us out when we get some more extra content as well. When we have some fun. For sure. Trying to get some more. Jeez, you're Sorry. way excited about this, <laughs> but I, know, I am happy actually. about it. So yeah, yeah. No, especially with summer coming up, I feel like we'll be able to pump out some uh, more fun, more, yeah. more. And we're content. not we're not stuck up in a hot room this time. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be so nice. I agree. I agree. Woo, woo. So all, all right, right. but hey, I, I will still be pantsless though. 
All the time. It's okay. still weird. <laughs> you better be but remember, com- coming up in for maybe two to three weeks from the time this drops, hopefully for sure we're going to try to keep this one tighter. Two to three weeks, uh, we're going to be coming at you with uh, Dune, Dune, which is, we know... Do we, do we talk about what we're doing with Rama? Oh, so here's here's yeah. kind of our here's kind of our plan here um, because things are getting balled up here. Um, I'm not I, for sure. We don't really want to be cutting out books um, like we necessarily have in the past because you see it coming up on the calendar. There's people who like you know may or may not be excited for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So um, what we're thinking is Dune's going to be kind of a big blow up thing. We're going to do the main Dune novel. There may be plans for uh, a few of us to turn out special episodes where we do some of the next follow up yep, books. Side stuff. Um, we might do a movie thing. But then Rama is going to weirdly squeeze then, be pushed and squeeze in between that and our Summer of Lance 3, yeah. Lance Harder. Oh, that's the reveal. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. Oh, really? Really. Oh. And now we hey! have. <laughs> <laughs> the big reveal. Well, I, I feel like yeah. we kind of teased it. Well, I think Claude was just joking and like he said it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, um, we don't yeah. want to take away from the Summer of Lance 3, potentially the last Summer of Lance. We don't Ever. Yeah. 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 We yeah. don't know and, that we'll ever do the soul war of souls stuff or, or not or i don't know more Dragonland, but the Dragonlands community has been so awesome to us they were here since our inception and we just want to give them the I, best i guess we'd have to say response if like yeah. the response to summer of lance 3 is crazy war of souls maybe yeah, but yeah, we yeah. are really uh uh kind of sharpening the knives and looking over yonder at forgotten realms yes. and i kind of feel like for our Forgotten summer but <laughs> <laughs> might, might be kind of a, a different thing. Oh yeah, thing. summer's not forgotten. So, um, I, what we're saying about Rama is you are still going to get a rendezvous with Rama. That is not a large book, so it will probably come out as a single episode. Oh, we yeah, think a single think it's episode like a or episode, two hundred pages or something. And it will come out as a much smaller group. We're not really sure who's going to be reading. I for sure will be reading it, and I think I'm all instead of so we'll, we'll, so we'll kind of we'll kind of jam this one in there yeah. uh, as a special episode, and then go on to the summer of Lance. At any rate, check us out on our social medias. We'll catch you later. <laughs> Alright. So, I saw some things on Hell yeah. Hey, Luke, in your garage, do you have a reciprocating saw? I do, and I just want to, you know what? Have a good night, everybody. I, I love you 3,000. <laughs> you are the worst person Thank you for listening to this episode of Dungeons and Dweebs. There's even more adventuring to be had on our website, dungeonsanddweebs.com. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at dungeonsanddweebspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find Dungeons and Dweebs on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at dungeonsanddweebs.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. The music for Dungeons and Dweebs is Fatal Fight by Royalty Free Kings and can be found at their website, royaltyfreekings.com. Dungeons and Dweebs is a Tim Gilbert media production. Copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And no part of the show can be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the expressed written permission of Tim Gilbert Media. I forgot how he spoke. Oh, no, I mean, he's just, he looks like him. He's just a... Oh, oh okay. Wait. Yeah, like he's laying dead on a table. Oh, yeah. dying oh, no, on he's a not table. The dead guy. Got it. Stuff hooked up to him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole deal. Ash Lord. And we left off. 
there. Not yet. Let's just cut his head Actually, off. Actually, yeah, well, let, let's do the intro first. Let's and then... just cut his head off. Uh, what was I doing for several? And I, I didn't like what I was doing for several anyway, so I can... You're doing it. more like okay. goblin and a little higher-pitched. Was on last time. Yeah, it was like that. Right, let's... Reap, we gotta go! Yeah. You did it kind of like let's that. Let's go, Reap! Let's just cut it. Let's just cut his head off. Let's just cut his head off. Not yet. Let's just cut his head off. Let's just cut his head off. Let's just cut his head off. That's how you did it. All right. I don't know if I like it, but... um, <laughs> What are we waiting for? This piece of shit needs to meet the worms. Worms. Not yet. yet. Not right. yet. <clears throat> All right. Oh. Uh, this piece of shit. All right. 